Hey guys, how's it going? Matt from Foulball Productions here. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. I hope that you're doing well. I'm doing phenomenally. Thank you so very much. It's the Culture Crime Fighters. You know it. You love it. It's our Wednesday bitch fest. <laughs> basically. Basically. <laughs> We're trying to get better. We're trying to mold that those bitchy little complaints we have into con- something constructive, at least funny or interesting. I don't know. We're yeah. working on it. Because sometimes it's not even a, a bitch fest. Sometimes, it, like, you know, and I, I, maybe I'm guilty of a, the I don't care fest. And you're like, who, who, who the fuck are you? Well, I'll tell you, good sir. My name is Vigilante Wizard here on the 62nd episode of the Culture Crime Fighter. So, uh, yeah, so we, we're trying. We're trying to be entertaining. We gave mm-hmm. you vampires and conspiracy theories. Didn't like that. Gave you, uh, you know, some fuck Disney stuff. Didn't like that. But then again, with such a dildo in the audience, maybe you just don't like us. I think he's just trying to keep us on our toes. Yeah. Trying to keep accountability us on our toes. coach. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we'll call him. Uh, not <laughs> definitely not a troll. Uh, definitely not a troll at all. Um, okay, so how you been, Vidge? How's your week? It's been a week where stuff has happened. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've I've been having. I don't know if they're shin splints, but I get these leg issues Mm. and they suck. So like started Monday. That's part of the reason, you know, we didn't do a Patreon show in the last one. Got us so canceled. It got canceled. (laughs) Um, But I didn't even like look at my phone to see if you sent anything. I was just like, uh, just tired. I smoked more usual and, and, and took more ibuprofen. And it seems to have gone away a bit. I mean, it's still a little sluggish. It just sucks, and it's like, oh. I mean, I don't, I, I don't necessarily even know what they are. I don't know that it's shin splints. I don't know that it's weight related. But in my head, it's, it's like, uh, more evident. Like, hey, fatty, is what you get for being such a fat fuck? So, just fucking weight off of you. You know what I mean? It may not be. Maybe something totally unrelated. But that, that's what it's. That's the message I'm getting out of it. So. I mean, I would say taking it as an indication to take your health seriously is probably a good way to, yeah. you know, interpret that. That seems reasonable. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think as much as I don't know what if it's just our instinct for like being kids or having going through the school that like scolding is the way to change your behavior. But that kind of self scolding, I feel, is almost more counterproductive than productive. Yeah. It can be. And, and that's and you know what? That's part of the problem, right? Because I, I am a self scolder. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? know what I mean? I do it, too. It's totally the way I am. And then you just have this terrible, like, opinion of yourself instead of it being something, you know, instead of it being like, OK, that, that'll motivate me. Then you just feel like a real piece of shit. And then, like, when you, you say you start doing it, then when you don't, you're like, see, you're still a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's man. Motivation has been a huge thing with the uh, motivation has been a huge thing with my weight loss. Like I used to be. I ain't gonna lie. When I was like, oh, man. I, I used to be girls. That was an easy motivation. It's a huge one. Huge. And it worked. And damn all this fucking <clears throat> red pill content. I'm a little... Girls don't motivate me in the same way because I'm just like... And then I'm, I'm black-pilled on... I, I was black-pilled on relationships before I even knew what black-pilled on relationships was already. Walking into the door. So it wasn't like I was just cheery, jerry. Uh, everything's all good. Hell, flavor. Got the hey, flavor, uh, 32 flavors of Nick Wiser in it. We got a uh, a YouTube star. Did you did you hear the good news? Uh, what did he get over 1K? 
Yeah, he got monetized. Ah, yeah! Way to go, Nick! We got a, we know a made man. Made man. Congratulations, brother. Very proud of you. Very happy for you. Cool. You and Max in like about the same week or so. Oh, no, that's pretty fucking cool, rad, cool, man. Cool. Two guys who totally deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working hard. Not hardly work, especially Flav, man. I mean, gotta give him. You know, we talk about different formats and stuff like that and not complaining. Gotta give him credit for Toxic Tuesdays. Hell yeah. Admitting to saying, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna just keep complaining about the woke stuff all, all the time. Let's mm-hmm. celebrate the greatness that we did have. And I think that was a very valid and healthy response to it. So, uh, oh, 1K monetization. Hey, I think I may have actually had time, depending on when you do it, bro. So, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Way to go. Yeah, as long as it's not midday. And even if it is midday, I could probably take a lunch and hang out for a little bit. I can't. I will be uh, flying. I'll be in, the, in an airplane. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I'm hosting the uh, EMF for this week. Yes, which I really appreciate. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, I'm going to the southeast with uh, Daniela. Uh, going to, I'm 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 going to be Daniela's bitch, as uh, Ascension Dota likes to point out. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? In Her valet. She's uh, got like a work trip, and uh, she's like, "My job said I can. You can tag along if you want. You know, you just have to pay for your flight." I was like, "Yeah, okay, sure, right. sounds great." Yeah, I got my side chick job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd love to go. I'd love this. I'd love to go to your party, Nick. Uh, that would be amazing. But I, I can't. I shan't. I will be in the air, uh, or driving, or something. Not, not near my setup. So, but congrats, dude. Way to go. Yeah, man. Yeah. Congrats. Fucking a, man. Congrats. I, I, I mean, you have to just go over one k not too long ago, like within the past month, right? So for them, I'm sure he's got the hours, man. No question yeah, yeah. about that. Before, I mean, but you know, sometimes they're janky. You know what I mean? So good on you for not getting the jank. Brightest day, man. He can't get yeah. it. He can't get it done. I see him post it. it. Feels like every day on Instagram, he's got a new rejection letter from uh, YouTube. God damn it! I'm never gonna get monetized <laughs> if ever I get there. No way in hell, man. I got That's brutal, dude. It's brutal. Yeah. The shadow. That shadow banning shit is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then what, what happened with uh, because I feel like if my channel gets reviewed, they may just say, oh, fuck, we'll just ban this guy. Fuck monetization. Well, I mean, yeah, you didn't break any rules. I think Brightest Day's problem, I think, is that he posted one time, he posted like a clip from something or whatever, and they're like, oh, yeah, that can't happen. Um, I don't know what the particular issue was, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why Brightest Day is, is facing so much uh, backlash, because I, I feel like his channel is pretty tame. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, even with clips, I mean, everybody posts clips, so just let them, you know, take that one down, slap bro, him this, and let him go about his life. They might be changing their policies though, because I got hammered on the cocktail lounge on Friday. Like, I got three different strikes—not strikes, but like claims. Claims. One took the video down for all those trailers we were playing. Mmm. I've noticed more claims. I think I got a claim for uh, last week. I haven't. I don't really review my claims like that because I'm just like, eh, whatever. I mean, if it's a strike, I, I know I should, but I'm like, eh. I, because I'm not monetized, I guess we're back into that self-defeating talk where it's just like, well, you know what? Nothing really matters. So, just, Well, if they take the stream happens. down, though, because I know, I know people like to rewatch the cocktail lounge like the next day. Like I usually have like it rolls through the weekend, pretty much stops after that. But that's like, yeah. you know, people who are like in England or whatever, or it's an inconvenient time you know, like they watch it later. So it's like, I, I just felt bad that it was down. So I had to like clip out all those trailers and it's okay. like a trailer. Yeah. 
If it gets like, taken down, that's crazy. Especially yeah. for a trailer. I mean, shit, how many people repost trailers? I don't know. Like, I got claimed because we were watching uh, on Sentient Dildo's recommendation, Boss Rutten, I think. It was uh, this MMA stuff. And that yeah, got, that got claimed. Really? Um, <clears throat> yeah, that, but no, no big deal. Like that was just like can't, some countries or you know you can't monetize it. Like whatever, I don't make any money on the monetization of these streams. <clears throat> no, I'll lose out on this fourteen cents. No big deal. Um, mm. But then I think it was the Godfather, the, the offer trailer took it took the whole thing down. Mm. It's a fucking trailer. You don't want that on more uh, eyes. Why would that be the kind of thing you'd be like, no, get rid of it. We don't want our advertisement out there for free. This just popped into my head, so I, I don't know. But I can't. Crow cop, but, that was it. Yeah, crow cop, yeah. crow cop. Anyway. Oh, micro crow cop. I'm kicking the shit out of people. Kicking one dude's head clean off. <laughs> Not off, but it just looked like it was. Uh, one thing I thought of is in, the, in a world where everyone has shit to say, are they trying to avoid like pre-criticism? Because, you know, there's a lot of content creators not just in this space but in general that are already criticizing trailers and reactions i mean there's a lot of positive on that don't get me wrong but maybe they're just like shit we don't want anything out for any reason because it gives them fuel for for negative stuff i don't know i'm just trying to think it it could just be that they're tarted you're right but it's just like i don't i don't get why they're being so uh pushy about trailers i don't i don't get it either like aren't trailer reactions like huge videos on youtube isn't that like some people's entire thing yeah, and that's another thing. I don't get the whole reaction thing either. It's like, how do these people not get claimed and struck every time? I don't know. But, like, if anything, it's just going to signal boost the property, whether it's the guy's got a negative reaction or not. Like, everyone in the audience is watching that. So they're yeah. seeing the trailer. Isn't that what you want? Don't you want eyes? Like, it's advertisement. Like, and also, you didn't have to pay for that. Like, someone just signal boosted your advertisement that you didn't have to, you'd have to pay to put it up anywhere. It's already, well, I'm doing it for you for free. And... That that's a problem. It doesn't make any sense. No, no, it does not. That'd be like me just doing like a bounty ad in the middle of this for you know no money. Be like they really are great paper towels. And they'd be like, whoa, 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 hey. Like I just don't understand that. Don't give them any ideas, man. <clears throat> might, that might be the next. Like we don't want you mentioning products, because. But it's you know it's you shoot yourself in the foot for that. Like I don't know why. Like for what? How does that benefit the company? It doesn't. But my only thought is like they're just because I, I can't think of why for trailers specifically when the entire purpose of cutting a trailer is to get more eyes on your product, on your movie or game. If it's a game trailer, so Whatever. why in the world would you want to uh, claim a trailer? I, well, I, I noticed I had um, reviews, you know, when I did those, they had like trailer footage and I was uh, I think it might have even been time or somebody said, oh, yeah. Don't use trailers from uh, Warner Brothers. They may claim you. I'm like, what? I'm just like, okay. But that doesn't make sense. Because I didn't want to use movie footage because I'm like, oh, this will get claimed. Like, oh, but don't use trailer footage either. Well, fuck. I, I, this fair use, it, it does exist. Like, the fuck? Yeah, I mean, maybe I could have fought it and it would have been taken down. Like, they would have been like, okay. But, like, yeah. I'm just whatever. I don't care. It's like, you know. to fight it. It's not worth it to fight it. It's like the video is still down during the whole dispute. So, like, why would I? And just like, oh, I'll just clip it out. Like, I don't care. If you want to go yeah. watch the offer trailer, go watch it. You know, whatever. I, I'm yeah. just helping you. But if you don't want the help, I don't give a fuck. Hmm. Uh, since the general says the reaction channel can use 10 minutes of an episode for fair use. But the that, that makes it even crazier because, you know, a trailer is not even 10 minutes, two minutes at max. 
That's maybe good. they're maybe they're just playing a stupid short game where they want they want the views and revenue on their channel only. So mm-hmm. maybe they think they've got enough pull that people are like, oh, we can't have it on any other channel, so they'll all have to come to us. Maybe that's like maybe. that kind of short-sighted thinking. Maybe shit. You know what? That's as viable. I mean, remember these are corporations, and that's somebody. So you know what I mean? There's an accounting guy and like, look at the trailer money that we're not getting. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. That's as viable uh, reason as anything else. That's also why we're drowning in streaming services for the same reason. Because they're like, oh, well, Netflix is making all this money. Like, why shouldn't we get some of that? It's like, uh, yeah, we can put something for fifteen ninety nine or ten ninety nine or five ninety nine and be like everything else. So it's basically like cable all over again for a bunch of shitty streaming services, which none of them work good as cable. So you might as well fucking just keep cable. They're going to keep cable alive with all these fucking streaming services. That's a whole other can of worms. I mean, good. Yeah, time. it's another conspiracy. From Comcast. Yeah, um, that's definitely that. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, I've been hearing. I have been hearing about a few good shows. I heard that the uh, that HBO Max show about the Lakers is supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, I've been wanting to see that. I've been wanting to see. I've seen it. I think it's called Winning Time or something like that. Something like that. It's Adam McKay and it's about like Magic Johnson and the Lakers and that's just yeah, that yeah. sounds. I mean, it actually looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks like putting a lot of work and getting everybody looking. You know, seventies, eighties ish. Hell, man of war. Yeah, and it had some good toxic masculinity in it. Like the p- player was like walking into a room, and it was like the camera was from his perspective, and it was just like a room full of like, you know, beautiful people, like at like a, a fancy people party, and like yeah. this really hot chick just like looks him up and down, and I was like, you know, that's in the trailer, so that's implying like, oh, you know, when you're an athlete, you get to have lots of sex. So I was like, yeah, you know, like that's. Yeah, I, was, I thought that was a, like a good moment to include in the trailer because I'm like, yeah, that's you know what men would want to tune in for. Exactly, they're, they're actually marketing towards men. How about that? I know. I was like, all right, cool. Maybe there is something it's here. Sports related, kind of have to market towards men, right? Yeah. Hail, Ruben. What's going on, brother? Hey. Good to see you. Man of War showing up. Pam and Tommy. Yeah. I have seen Pam and Tommy quite a few times. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Did you actually see the show they had? Nah, nah, yet. I, I'm, uh, I'm on episode three or four of season three of The Expanse. That's just all I've been doing. That's all I've been doing. Man, I when I saw the trailer to that, I just thought this might be too over the top. Sometimes, man, docu trailers or docu movies and you know or, or series, sometimes they're excellent and they're great and they show you like the you know a world that you were either interested in or didn't know about or whatever. And other times they they felt over the top. I just the girl who was playing Pam, and I know Pamela Anderson was kind of dumb. I know that's like the case, and I know that she she may not even be overacting, right? That may be acting to the exact amount of stupidity that Pamela Anderson had, but it just felt like, ugh, okay. Well, I, I honestly have only heard about it. I've never seen a second of footage. I saw a trailer, and I just said, eh, I don't know. Bad was, acting uh, doesn't ruin a thing necessarily. Yeah, okay. I mean, bad acting doesn't necessarily ruin a thing. Like, like yeah. I'm watching The Expanse right now, and the guy who plays James Holden, Stephen Strait, like, he's not great at those really dramatic moments. Like, he just, he, he forces it a lot. Like, he really, like, pushes the emotion. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's kind of cringy. But it still doesn't ruin the show. Like, the show's still okay. good. You can have, like, okay performances in a really good production. Okay. That's fair. You know? That's a fair point. Yeah. Especially if it's like an ensemble. If it's a character piece and it's just bad acting, well, I mean, then there's really nothing else we're here for. Nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're here for the character. So if you suck at that, well, then there's no, there's no show. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth checking out to keep in mind what we were just talking about with Nick. Got to focus on the positive, man. Life is too short to be like, everything sucks. The liberals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still get mad about it. Like, I, I, you know, in some of my meme sites, I scroll through and it's like, you know, people still have that stock take, you know, it's like, whoa, Star Trek's always been woke and stuff like that. And it's, it's, you know, just nonsense. So there's still like idiots out there. But like, sometimes I see YouTubers that I like and respect and I see the topic of their video. And I'm like, really? Like, that's the same thing you've been talking about for two years. Yeah, sometimes. Listen, it's a it's a business like everything else. Uh, I, I still respect a lot of these people, but they, they, they run businesses. And I, it's true. And they, they know where their bread's buttered. But I, I still I'm just like. I'm just a little like embarrassed for you. I, I don't know if that I go. Is that, that the far, word? I do no. get what you're saying. I That's not say, what I mean. But no, but there, you're you're on the right track because there is a like, really, you're still really. Sometimes I saw one take and I'm like, you don't give a shit about this franchise, do you? Like, I'm not saying you have an invalid point, but you don't really give a fuck about this franchise. You and I both know you don't give a fuck about this franchise. It just is in line. And it's like, I get it. That's important. I got to keep reminding myself. There's still more normies than than people who aren't. Hell, toxic. Hey. hey. But I mean, there is a like, okay, I, I, uh, this is a this is a business decision. And hey, I'm a pro capitalist channel channel myself. I'm pro capitalist. Hey. Capitalize. Doesn't Make your money. Capitalize off me. I mean, it's just it's just because also I to, I'm also a consumer, and I, I if I don't want to consume your content, I don't want to consume your content. So I I do notice sometimes you say, oh, cool. I just can't find myself to be interested in it. It's not that like. I th- don't think they should be talking about it. talk about whatever you want, yeah. but it, it's just kind of like I'm like I can't I can't keep going through it, you know. Like it's it honestly is genuinely painful. You know what I started watching that I've really been enjoying uh, is Half in the Bag from Red Letter Media. Huh? I don't know if I've seen that. It's like very popular. It's like they're really one of the first like nerd YouTubers. Like they used to. Yeah, it yeah was I know Red Letter Media. Like Mr. H reviews and stuff. I, yeah. And I've been watching their Half in the Bag, and it's I, I really enjoy it because it's funny. Like they do make jokes. Um, they avoid the politics and they avoid some of the stickier stuff I noticed. Like they were talking about Matrix, mm-hmm. the new Matrix or whatever. And like, you know, Lana Wachowski, you know, not weird. Anything about that whole situation, you know, just like yeah. just totally step right over that. But it still was entertaining content about these things without kind of stirring up a lot of frustration and anger. Like they just kind of had like like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 vibe about it, okay. which I was like, I, I like like this is entertaining, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hey, cool. I like them. We're, we're trying to figure it out too. Be entertaining, mm-hmm. be funny, be something. Be something. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Something, just something that's not exactly the same. And like like we've said before, like there's enough people out there who are doing it, doing it better, and they're not going anywhere. As much as that yeah, narrative was swirling around it, they're all still around. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Since you did us, this politics was never their thing. I think with a lot of people. It was not a lot of people's thing, and they kind of got in the, they kind of, you know, got drafted in the culture war. I love so that expression. Yeah. Yeah, we've been using that a bit. Who was that from? It's Ryan Long's friend. We stole Ryan it, Long. but it's accurate. It's not like, you know, I'm still giving yeah. credit. I'm not pretending I coined it. Yeah, but, you know, credit to sample, you know, sample credits, whatever. But, um, yeah, you know, some people got drafted in, and now it's like they're part of the platoon. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's hard to kind of go back into just, 
trying to be a fan. I get it, man. All the especially you do have to divorce yourself for from um established franchises. You have to divorce yourself. Which I have. And you know, so you know, I I've checked out the Batman, I'll check out shit like that. But I, I'm I have no hope for anything, no whatever. If something's good, cool. But it but not yeah. at, either at that point or they're not willing to. Or well, like we said, business. Let's just keep I, I can't go back to loving Hollywood either. And I don't mean yeah. that like even from just a political standpoint, like I opened up Hollywood Reporter just looking for articles because I don't know if you mm-hmm. heard, but Andy, Andy Dick got arrested for felony sexual assault. Whoa, I did not hear about that. Yeah, I think that just broke today. We can talk about it. But yeah. I was just on the website and I was just like every single other story just depressed me, like just seeing like. It's just it's the you know all the PR of Hollywood, all the stuff you can't stand. It's all the you know you're just like yeah. girl power and the and just like oh, I was like okay I gotta leave this site I can't stay. Ogre Squasher, holy shit! He back from up. the dead. He showed up on the stream last week, and I was like, holy crap, how you been? He said he had some some personal stuff he was going through, but he's back, and I appreciate him. Ogre Squasher, Man. what's going yeah, on, buddy? Of our channels early on, he's the. He's the man with the plan. Shout Fuck out to Oprah. Yeah. Good to see you, man. Good to see you back. That's great. Well, I sent you did it was wrong that you weren't arrested on felony drug trafficking. Because <laughs> that would have been awkward. Yeah, he was so, laundering yeah. quite a bit of money through us. Yeah. Yeah, we probably <laughs> been, uh, got the Rico chargers. Like, uh, yeah, right. Some rapper got Rico chargers. Right. I can't remember offhand. But, um, geez, that. Andy, thick thing. I know you're talking right? about the depressing Hollywood thing, but like, whoa, when did that happen? <laughs> you know what I well, mean? I watched uh, Nina Infinity put out a great video on Andy Dick, yeah. actually. Yeah, and it was uh, it's kind of weird because it's not really her thing is to do that kind of you know yeah thing. But it was so he's been on this real this bad downward spiral for a while now, like the oh, past yeah. year or so. Um, he like <laughs> such a deal still has his doubts. That's funny. Uh, about Oversquasher. Um, maybe he had enough money to pay his way out. Okay. Yeah, who knows, man? You know, maybe he won last run uh, for the cartels go. or whatever. Um, but anyway, no, she detailed his whole downfall. And it was really tragic and sad. And he, like, got kicked out of his house. And it looks like he's maybe broke. I'm not sure. Um, but, uh, yeah. And, like, he was living with some YouTuber who was, like, live streaming every second that Andy Dick was in the house. And Andy was on some sad cot in the living room. It was really Jeez. pathetic and sad. Yeah. Um, he's an addict, and I think he's ba- he's battled it his whole life, and I guess it's just really gotten the better of him. I'm having some drug issues back in the day, but I didn't realize he. I haven't, you know, but keeping up with him, I know he's been falling off this hard. You know what I'm I saying? I had no idea until I saw Nina's video. I, this yeah. was all news to me, and it was sad. It's tragic, you know. It's just so yeah. pathetic. And I remember this guy in the comments section posted something, and I was like, "That is so spot on." Uh, he said, you know, I saw Andy once somewhere and I just got the feeling that he's the type of guy who's always on, like never turns off the entertainment part of him. Mm-hmm. And I saw Andy Dick at this Stanley Kubrick exhibit at LACMA in L.A. like years ago. And that was the exact impression that I got, that he was just always on, always trying to get attention, always trying to entertain, like, but like kind of recklessly. like. Yeah. There was uh, this old camera that was like, you know, a dis- like a display. And he was oh, like pretending shit. to like look through the viewfinder, you know, and he's like oh, touching yeah. the exhibits. I was like, bro, hey, you're arrested. Yeah. Yeah. When that guy said that, I was like, you nailed it, dude. That's exactly what is going on with him. Jeez, man. 
I don't want to say too much about feeling sorry because I mean, if it's sexual, you sexual assault and battery, motherfucker. I don't don't know exactly about the story. I guess we'll read into it, read it before reading into it. But it's just like, man, it is just like when you grow up with certain individuals as a part of the pop culture lens that exists, and they fall on hard times. It is rough to see. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's rough to see. I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm. I'm you could feel bad for him, and he should go to jail. Yeah, they can, they, those two things can coexist. Yeah, but there's a thing of like you know, because he was just a guy you saw in a bunch of stuff back in the day, and for that, him to, I get it. Hollywood's a rough place. I get falling off is not the probably not the easiest thing to deal with. But I mean, and that drug addiction and stuff, man, it fucking no eats joke. people alive. Yeah, man. You just wish he would have got it, got himself some help, you know, before some shit like this happened. Oh, oh, he got arrested on a live stream. Oh, Jesus. TMZ's got a little bit more detail here. Um, all right, let's put that one up. Yeah. And that is sad. Oof, and pathetic. Not judging, just that's pathetic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> Andy Dick uh, arrested on live stream for felony sexual battery. Andy Dick in custody after the trailer he's been living in was surrounded by cops, placing the actor in handcuffs and hauling him away. The whole thing was broadcast live. Oof. That's, you're never going to live that down. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ's Dick's been a... What? Oh, Dick has been arrested for felony <laughs> sexual. Sorry, what? Last name. TMZ's Sorry. Dick. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> right. uh, has been arrested for felony sexual battery after an adult male at the O'Neill Regional Park claimed the comedian sexually assaulted him. Oh, so from a guy. The arrest was streamed oh, wow. on Captain Content's RV live stream Wednesday. You'll see several Orange County Sheriff's deputies speaking with Dick before walking him into their vehicles, continuing the conversation, eventually cuffing him and taking him away. Dick and a group of live streamers have been living in the, in the, at the site in the RV for some time now. Sheriff's deputies were seen entering Dick's trailer and searching it after he was placed into custody. They also has to collect the male victim's pants as evidence. Jesus. Oof. Hey, no means no, no matter the gender, man. So, oh, word. No, yeah. absolutely. It's just I just didn't expect that. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I mean, his whole thing was that he was bi, though, right? That was like I, that was from back then. Yeah, I'd always heard that. But I yeah. still, I mean, Jesus. I what mean, the hell did he you're, do? You're in the downward spiral. You're in the downward spiral. Yeah, I would like to know what he's like actually accused of. Did he like a felony sexual assault? That's yeah, pretty rough. Sounds like. Is he trying to force himself? Like, this is crazy, man. This is crazy, man. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And this last part was what I saw in Nina's video. <clears throat> it was not the first time Dix had a serious encounter on a live stream. TMZ broke the story. Cops performed a welfare check at a home Dick was staying at in Vegas last month after a man he was hanging out with pulled a gun during an argument on a live feed. Jesus. Pulled a gun on him. So he's been just like living almost like because like i can't i've come across people like this just like in middle of nowhere michigan just like okay drugged out bums you know what i mean that live on people's couches yeah but he's doing it on a celebrity scale so there's like youtubers and you know what i mean but it's that's the same thing where he's just drugged out staying on one youtuber's couch going to another live streamer's house and it's just like it makes it it's that amplification of not only you, you just kind of a drugged out mess, but now it's being documented because of the, the nature of who you're staying with and 
who you yeah. are. It's like, ooh. and what an absolute parasite that YouTuber is, right? Literally just using his down, like his self destruction for clicks and views. For clout, like, hey, I got Andy Dick on my couch, guys. That's just that's really low. Yeah, I mean, someone's gonna do it in the world we live in. Someone, you know, it's like, did you ever see that? Uh, I, there's that weird YouTuber. I can't think of his name, but he always kind of has this sort of uh, look at this chuckle fuck. Here, here's a guy walking across the street. You know, he has like these kind of real even keel, but very funny, like mocking tone of people. And there was a <laughs> video uh, from the outside of a TikToker content house. Have you ever heard TikTok anything? Content house. I've never. Yeah, I, it's. I don't know if like they rent out a house. And then they just I are all around the house it. just doing content. Like, it's it's so cringy. We're not doing that, are we? Like, we're like, hey, let's just rent a house and be a YouTuber. We're in the same realm. Let's be honest. We're in the same but realm. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't think are, it's. But I'm talking about, like, we, we both have jobs and shit. Like, we're not going to say, hey. Let's both rent a house because I, I do see. No, no. But my my bigger point, my bigger point, though, was just about the Andy Dick thing. It was just that, I mean, the algorithm does reward and benefit like all that goofy shit on TikTok. Yeah. So someone's going to do stuff like that. Someone's going to rent out a house and be like, look at me. I'm Spider-Man and, you know, Black China or something, you know, whatever the fuck weird goofy shit they do on that platform so it's like someone's gonna do it so it's like this whole andy dick thing like someone's gonna exploit him you know it's like it's just a shame he's got no one in his life that would look out for him yeah ip2 is it or not youtubers i don't know who ip2 is i have never heard of these people hey papa cotton appreciate you being here uh shout out to everyone being here. man of war ip2 network is that a isn't that like a it probably stands for something else. I'm sure it's not that. Oh, because it's okay. Captain Contents RV. Oh, no, no, no. It's a network. It's like uh, oh, is I went it? to their website. Yeah, it's like a network of streamers. Oh, okay. And there's Captain Contents RV. Oh, and he's streaming right now. I guess huh. talking about Andy Dick or whatever. Jesus, yeah. Oof, I'm not watching this guy. You're not getting my click. Parasite. Yeah. <clears throat> but you want to know how strong that clout thought is, man. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. The thought is maybe we should stream live stream his stream for extra clout. That thought going across my head. Hey, listen, you, know you get, you get, you know, you're. I understand, like, the hackier YouTubers. The longer I do this, the more I understand them. Because mm -hmm. it seems gross, but you're just like, yeah. I mean, but they have views. You don't. You yeah. know, it's like. You do start to kind of think you're like, well, you know, well that's that's why trending topics everyone covers them because they trend. Yeah, like we we spoke earlier. This is a business. We are in a capitalist society. We live in a society, so you know someone's got to do it. Didn't you used to have that as like vigilante Williamson lives in a society or yeah, something? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> did do that lives in a society thing for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, Tox says that uh, Nina knows Dick. Oh, he's kidding. Yeah, he was uh, making a pun. That's a joke. I'm an idiot. Fell for that one. Uh, <clears throat> sat right on that one. Yeah, Papa Cotton brings up a solid point. Don't feel sorry for Andy Dick. He's an abusive drunk. He's an old abusive drunk. Fuck that guy. Something we said about this as well, right? Sure, of course. I mean, I just feel bad that someone can't control themselves. Yeah. 
And it's, it's just one of those things like, oh, man, you know, you grew up with this guy being a human being, and now he's a complete train wreck of a human being. It's like, ah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, look, I know that uh, Harvey Weinstein's an absolute monster and uh, deserves to be in jail, most likely. But you can still feel bad that there's just this guy who used to be a king in Hollywood yeah. and now is locked up. And it's just like as low as a person can get. You can feel, you can empathize and feel bad for them, even though they deserve where they are. Because, yeah, it's more of the shock of even like someone like Bill Cosby or something. It's like, oh, man, you're telling me the guy who was selling pudding pops was putting pills in those pudding pops? You know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck? It's the almost shock and awe of somebody who was involved with providing you either entertainment or whatever the hell it was being like so deprived as a human being. You know what I yeah. mean? That's kind of a like a weird dynamic to deal with. It is. It's weird. And it's like, you know, they're, they're killing like, you know, we, we always talk about like on these streams and stuff, how like uh, all this identity politics stuff is like nefariously killing our heroes. But then like there's all these heroes that are actually like they are kind of bad. Yeah. Committing seppuku, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Just like kind of doing it themselves. And as you see, maybe should have never been heroes in the first place. That's a good point. Yeah, it's not just that like what they say is out of touch or they, you know, secretly said something racist. It's like, no, you're actually a monster. Yeah, you're a bad human being who yeah. had this talent or skill set that yeah. got you, you know, access to be an even worse human being than you may have otherwise been. You know what I'm saying? This is true. This is like true. Like I said, there are people like Andy Dick in, in the same little place in Michigan I grew up outside of Detroit. Same type of person. They just didn't make it on this scale. They couldn't act or, or weren't entertaining. So they're just a bum on someone's couch in a trailer park somewhere instead of being a bum on a YouTuber stream. But it's the same personality as someone who has no self control, someone who's just saying, Yeah, I just need to live on your couch for a few months, guys. And it's like, Okay, guy. Yeah. Being, you know? Or just all the bums that are just homeless, you know, throughout this country who yeah. are just drug, drug addled, you know, train yeah. wrecks of people. Same thing, yeah. It's just same shit. Scale or lower scale, so to speak. But it's the same personality, same thing. Just this guy happened to be Andy Dick, and he lived up to his last name, it sounds like, right? <clears throat> Sorry. Just was there. It was wide open there. Like, I gotta take Andy it. grabbed my dick. <laughs> apparently, he did. Somebody's. Apparently, he did. I don't know. Somebody's. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, man. Um. Anyway, did you hear about Brady? Like, Thomas Edward Brady of the New England Patriots and uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. What? No, what happened? To the me? same. The same. The same Brady. Tom Brady signed a $375 million contract to be a broadcaster with Fox. Wow. Did you hear that? No, I this did not. Fucking $37 million a year to be a broadcaster. I have never seen him broadcast at all. Like some athletes will do stuff before. Like even Draymond Green, even though he's currently a player, like you know he'll be on other. He'll be like inside the NBA and shit. So you do sometimes see athletes start to make that transition while playing. I've never seen Tom Brady in a broadcast capacity at all. No, ever. I don't think anyone has. I mean, the best you see is maybe interviews. Yeah, you see interviews. Sometimes you can say something that's entertaining, but it's just like. I get who he is. You're betting the farm on him, aren't you? You know Literally. what I mean? Like, <laughs> why would you? Did you need to give him that much money? Did you need to give him a player's salary to talk shit about players? 
So I think what happened was Joe Buck and Troy Aikman went yes. to Fo uh, went to uh, ESPN. Yeah, yeah. Did see that. And so then Fox is kind of sitting there like holding the bag. So either they didn't want to pay those two more, or once they lost those two, they're like, we got to get somebody. So let's get Brady. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. That's crazy. To understand the 10-year, $375 million Tom Brady deal with Fox Sports, you have to appreciate how the network has looked at itself since its inception and what it would take to entice the greatest quarterback of all time into the broadcast booth. Fox Sports, bigger, better, blah, 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 blah. They're not getting a return on investment. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not going to say there are no broadcasters worth that. What my, I mean, hell, Zach brings up Stephen A. Smith. I mean, he might be happy for him because he's going to be able to negotiate a raise. But, I mean, he did, like, everything on ESPN for one point. He was on every fucking show. So I can see somebody like that maybe making a crazy amount of money, given that situation. Barkley, maybe. Uh, but Brady is the he is the greatest of all time. Like, that's not an exaggeration. So that's going to bring eyes automatically. But, I mean, you know, Michael Jordan never did commentating. Magic Johnson tried. He sucked. I mean, what if Brady sucks or I mean, is it's possible? Like, let's say he doesn't suck, but he's just not a draw where he's just like, oh, yeah, Tom Brady. You get, you know, sometimes players almost normalize themselves. They go 10 years in the booth. People forget they were players. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, like, Romo is a, I think he's a great, he's great. commentator. He's, great. he's actually really good. Yeah. No, I love I would him. almost argue he's a better commentator than a player. I know, how, I know that may be toxic to say down here in, in Texas. <laughs> bro, that not in Houston. Dude, yeah, maybe not in Houston. But dude, I mean, I mean, we've both talked about Romo and his playoff woes. Well, all, so many of his woes, his late season woes, late game yeah. woes. People still try to say that he's like a great quarterback. I'm like, listen, man, the numbers are good. The numbers they're amazing. Good. They're tremendous. They're probably Hall of Fame worthy. But yeah. the man choked, like so often. A lot. He choked even before. That rookie year where he wasn't even the guy almost, but he was still the holder. That he just started it. Had that in. Yeah. He's just always had that in him. Mm -hmm. That's just the type of guy he's always been. Yeah. And I think he's a great commentator. A lot of these guys. I mean, Matt Leinert does all the college stuff. You know? Yeah. And, like, there's – um, like, Ron doesn't Rondé Barber do a lot of commentating? Yeah, I think he does – Either, yeah, I think it's Ronda. I'm pretty sure it's Ronda. Yeah, and you got uh, who's it? Boomer Siason. Um, Boomer Siason. I mean, Jaworski. He's Shannon not as Sharp. much a commentator, but he, I think he does. He does the stuff with Skip Bayless on Fox News. And that's on Fox News, Fox yeah. Sports. I think that's their biggest show. Phil Sims. Uh, Phil Sims. There are guys that can do it, but I mean, there's a laundry list of guys that couldn't. The, you know, these are the guys. Oh yeah, this guy was an ex player and is good, and this guy. And I'm not just to that tune. It'd have been different. That's a if lot. It's a lot. That's a huge gamble because if he can't cut cut it, which I, I'm I'm sure he'll be good. I'm not saying that I expect Tom Brady <clears throat> to be just completely an idiot. He has media training already. Yeah, he's well spoken. He, well spoken. He seems like he can be funny. Um, but it's just on average they don't they you know. Uh, usually ex players make for bad punters over here. It's just that the ones that do stick. Are the good ones, but like most, most aren't everybody, good. huh? Most are not good. Yeah, everybody gives it a try, and then they you, most of them just flake out of it. And then the few good ones that stick around, they happen to be ex players, but it's not like ex players just automatically translate into the broadcast booth. 
A hundred percent. And I mean, it's amazing how quickly you forget about these players. Like, remember when um, who was that guy? The the running back for the Vikings, big guy, Adrian. Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. He was. I mean, I remember there was. I saw a post game show where like Barry Sanders was like, "Man, you're like something I've never seen before," and then. And then, poof, gone. I mean, once you're no longer of use to the NFL, you are a fucking ghost. You're a memory. They don't even bring you up. Yeah, man. And I'm thinking, shit, you know, is Peyton Manning, how long ago did he retire? About five, six years ago? Something like that. A little while, yeah. But within the 10-year period. um, And he does commentate, and it's actually pretty decent. Oh, Uh, that's right. Him and his brother do that on Monday Night Football. They basically kind of stole the live streamer's gimmick. And they yeah. just live stream, watch, but it works. It's actually pretty entertaining if you've ever seen it. That's a clever um, idea. I don't want to watch the game like that, but I think it's a good idea for people who do. Yeah, it's a, it's an entertaining take. It's like what Rogan does with MMA. Yeah, similar. That's a similar comp. But my thought is, he's not getting that amount of money. And again, he even if he, he's not adding that much amount of value, like you said, it's cool. It's a, it's a different thing. I think he does a few other things for him too, like breakdowns and stuff. But it's like. Unless maybe he is. Maybe he's getting like $20 million a year. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's just that's the going rate. No, I think he's going to be the largest, the highest paid ever. Because I was, I was just looking up um, like who else gets paid that much. And it was like the top five. Now, I heard this on another show. And then maybe so that now that might have been dubious. But mm-hmm. what I heard, number two, uh, then, so was the top paid broadcaster was jim fucking rome really that's what they said yeah jim rome okay so let's so i got a list here of the top 10 uh highest paid sports broadcasters Mm -hmm. uh yeah let's let's take a look so we got number 10 skip bayless fucking boo <laughs> Guy sucks. Fan. I think he, he fucking sucks. I think, ironically enough, he's like a LeBron James um, paid. He paid opposition for LeBron James. Like he you started so? off as a hater, but now he's a part of the payroll to be the official hater of LeBron James. There's always a conspiracy angle with Vidge. But no, always. if you've seen that show with him and Shannon, it becomes clear that this is kind of a an act, and it's it's all in good fun, and it's all. A thing, so it's just like nothing. If he's not directly paid, he's at least there's no real antagonistic,ness for him. he may. If he's not directly paid, he absolutely knows that's his job and that's what people want from him. You know what but I mean? But wasn't isn't Skip Bayless the guy that claimed he was a good athlete, like in high school and college, and then they they came up with like his numbers and like they someone like dug into the records and realized like he barely <laughs> ever played. I heard that. Like he's just one of those guys who still wants to believe he was a good athlete. You know, he lies. That would be awesome. I almost want to think that sounds like Stephen A. Almost Stephen A. Smith from ESPN. Yeah, I know he played like D two basketball or some shit. Like you know, I mean, it's you know, most commentators are not great or most good ones that we think of. I mean, like, well, I'm about to say Joe Buck. He's not that good. I love Joe Buck, but I don't know why Joe Buck gets so much hate. I think Joe Buck's great. He's just he, because he he comes off like a robot sometimes, and he comes off like I don't know. I like him. I don't know. 
All right, yeah. A lot of people hate him. It's not just me. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, I'm not a. I don't hate him. I just think he's mediocre at best. I just. I guess he just. He does the job a commentator does, and he he does it adequately. I guess it just. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here you go. Uh, this is about Skip. In 2012, Skip Bayless was criticizing Russell Westbrook, who was then a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Bayless was saying Westbrook shot too much for a point guard and began tweeting about his old high school days. This is Bayless oh. did that. Former NBA guard Jalen Rose then called out Bayless for his claims that he was a pretty good shooter at Northwest Class in high school. Did you average 1.4 points as a senior in high school? Rose asked him during an airing of ESPN's Who's First Take in 2012. He goes, yep, I did. (laughs) I admitted he was on JV as a junior. Jeez. Which is like, whatever. I wasn't a good athlete in high school either, but I'm not going around pretending I am. Yeah. You're not stealing valor. Yeah. You know what I mean? 1.4. That's less than a basket a game. That's like you really (laughs) shouldn't have been on the team. No, why are you even there? You know what I mean? You were just like, I mean, how bad was the team that you made it? You know what I'm saying? Like you (laughs) Clean cleats like a champ, exactly. Right? Like he didn't really provide. The manager, the equipment manager. Remember that guy (laughs) who would like. Tag around with the team and, like, write down on a clipboard, you know? I mean, honestly, I'd have more respect for him if he did that. No one respects the equipment manager. Exactly. That's the point. Because, like, at least he got the equipment. Because this, I mean, 1.4 points. It's like, you might as well not make the team. (laughs) Really? 1.4. Yo, if that's true, you better have a real good sense of humor about yourself, right? Like, you better be able to laugh at yourself, you know? Just be like, yeah, I mean, I'm just a sports commentator. I couldn't do it. Yeah, and I know that's not the saying of Stolen Valor, just using the phrase in the mouth. No, that's funny. I think that's funny. Yeah, I don't want to offend the fine people of uh, military. But 1.4 points as a senior, $8 million a year as a broadcaster. Yeah, hey, he made up for it. I don't think any of his teammates are making $8 million a year. I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. Let's so. to, I was about to say some, uh, some more conspiratorial stuff. No, no, stop. <laughs> Look! Look at this. Is progress. I like this. This is like your work. You're working the steps. You know. You're, yeah. You're... <laughs> it, it, the joke wasn't funny enough to say. So I'm like, eh. It's not. You know. Number nine, Mike Tirico, ten million. I don't even know who that guy is. Tirico. Mike Tirico. I know him. He's. Uh, insert what I said about Joe Buck about him. I think he's from Michigan though. I think he's oh, okay. Man so shout out to uh, light skinned brother out of Michigan making money. Uh, hopefully, I can join him one day. Yeah, you could join the the ESPN crew. Yeah, yeah. talk that about the NBA conspiracy. Get fired the first day. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what would happen. Yeah, the, the like, don't you think the NBA is rigged? <laughs> They're like, oh, you're out. Yeah. Mike Tirico knows his stuff. Says New Bomb Turk. I mean, I I don't. Maybe I've seen him, and I just don't remember him. I don't. I don't remember Mike Tirico. But ten million a year. It's pretty he fucking does solid. Stuff, he hosts, I think he hosts the Olympics. Too. Oh, is he one of those? Okay. I think he does. He does everything for NBC Sports, pretty much. He'll do whatever they ask him. I th- uh, like I said, I think he hosts the Olympics a couple times. Hearing the name, I'm like, okay, I've heard the name Mike Tirico, but I don't remember. I don't yeah. remember any. Like, I have no memory of him like being He's, interesting. To me, like I said Joe Buck, and I, I'm not talking about rather not he knows his stuff. You know, Joe Buck is good, too. It's just that non-personality personality mm-hmm. right there. So polished. Yes, yeah, so polished that it's miscellaneous. No polish. 
Yeah. Just like, and I, I've stolen that from somebody. I think Hatman or somebody. Called him Mr. But that's Lazy. well put. I like that. Just like, you, you know what I mean? Just he's a really good at commentating, but you don't really notice him, which is probably a good thing in one regard, right? You're supposed to be Who's about that the game. guy? It's like Ryan Seacrest. It's like just yeah. vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not offensive. Not, you know, just that's does the thing. job. That's yeah. exactly what it is. So that's that's why, you know, a Joe Buck or a him even or anyone else may get some traps. Like they're not bad. They do their job well. It's just no we're so used to that John Madden personality, turducken and all that shit that when you don't give us that, it's like, oh, look at this guy. I mean you know, I never listened to Barstool, but I like the idea of like a comedian like I've always thought that like Jim Florentine and um you know like like bill burr or like another like comic uh with jay moore like i felt like they should have done a, a like a sports talk radio show like that would be amazing like a podcast off of network <clears throat> because like florentine will talk about like the nfl's interests and like them trying to get a bigger audience and that's why they make these terrible choices and you're like oh shit yeah when you see it from that angle that makes perfect sense so it's like mm. i would so, love to hear guys with genuine insight talk about sports not guys who desperately want to be on espn yeah there's that and you know that would be interesting that's an interesting take that you just you just kind of oh because there is a lot with the the different rule changes and the different yeah, you know, because like if you look at the quarterback, Britney numbers Spears at the you know Super Bowl show type shit, different things to get different groups in, and hell, I mean shit. I know one thing about the foot, what the NFL, they are not Disney, right? Like they did the little woke shit, but when it was time for the money, they start doing not just necessarily non woke stuff, but any gimmick they fucking could. Mm-hmm. That's when you started seeing the the Peyton Manning. And Eli Manning thing, and I, I've seen them do shit on Nickelodeon with the slime. They do anything they can to market their product to as many motherfuckers as they can, and get as many motherfuckers to watch their product as they possibly can. And they, they are unabashed about it. Unabashed Dude, about I, trying to get them. I was talking about it. We were talking about it during the playoffs. Like they started getting good at broadcasting again. Like they started yeah. actually like coming up with new shit. Like they, I remember, I remember this specifically. They were going to commercial. For like, and it was during one of the playoff games with the Rams, and they said coming up, and it was like the Rams had the ball, and it showed like these, you know, the star offensive players, and it was like, oh shit, like those guys are going to be on the field next, and they're going to have the ball. It got me excited to sit through the commercial break, like you know, it was it was really good broadcasting. I was like, that was smart. That was like you actually care if I'm watching. Yeah, they st- they have added little details like that to their broadcast, little. Just anything they can to make sure they draw your attention, get those advertisers money. If they're because they're the only people that rate, so they can't, you know, they're the only only product that has good uh, ratings. So yeah. they and, and if I get bored, I have a library of video games I can go distract myself with and check in on the score later. Yeah, honestly, you, you know what? Need to keep me. Say what you will about the NFL. There's a lot that you should say that's negative. But they, out of all these media products, seem to have had the most interest in their actual viewer and audience. Like, yes, it's completely money uh, grubbing, and it's, it's, I'm not saying that. But they just said, we want motherfuckers to like us. And I guess nowadays that's so fucking rare yeah. that they deserve credit. You know, like I said, they went pretty hard with some of that helmet yeah. shit and some of the bullshit. But when it was time, when, when they saw those <laughs> metrics, they saw the lowest rated Super Bowl almost of all time. They didn't fuck around. 
They corrected that ship. Now, there's definitely something to be said for the fact that the NFL, coincidentally, was two home team, hometown teams in consecutive years yeah. winning the Super Bowl in their own stadium. Yeah. That's <laughs> suspicious because that never happened, and then it happened twice in a row. Yeah. It, it would always <laughs> never happen. Even the team sometimes was good. I think one time the Cardinals were good, and they, they were losing the conference finals or, or conference championship. But, yeah. But even so, I swear, I, I mean, we talk about, like, what's conspiracy, what's legitimate, what isn't. If the NFL is a conspiracy and it's all rigged, bro, that is one of the most, like, elegant ballet performances I've ever seen because I can never see through it during the games. I, even with, I mean, I think with the NBA, there's just more people in on it, and it's, it's just kind of like a joke. But I, I, what, what has to be, the only thing that makes sense. The NBA is, is a sneaker commercial, let's be honest. It, it really is. And it's a successful, well- well done, sneaker commercial, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's still a lot of fucking shoes, yeah. even outside of Georgia. But with the NFL, with all these sports, I, they can't be rigged to the letter. There's no way, right? How? All those moving parts, all those guys on the field. I mean, I know they're great athletes, but are they that good actors, too? Yeah. Like, I can't Catching believe- something in traffic like that and holding on as three fucking giant men tackle you to the ground? That was all orchestrated? That's pretty wild. I can believe, especially with the refs and the rules they made, all these leagues have given the refs so much power. Yeah. That's kind of all you really need. Maybe there's some so. equipment stuff with some gen- – I don't know. I, I bought up my little uh, – the little uh, one one football. It's, you know, could be, could be not. But I could definitely see these refs uh, doing jank stuff, especially when you start looking at the gambling odds and it's like certain teams always cover. It's just – And, they, it's look, like, it's been – it has happened. Like the NBA, that guy, you know, that mobbed up ref. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even unprecedented. It's happened. I mean, it's been happening since professional sports was a thing. The whole Black Sox scandal. You know, it's it's a thing. It does happen. It's so it's thing. it's not like outside the realm of possibility to speculate on. Yeah. And then, you know, people say, oh, they make more money. Well, now the money to be paid off is more because there's fucking, you know, there's legal gambling. So they're like, OK, we can give you a. $50 million tip instead of 50 grand. You know what I mean? We, cause yeah. And there's if, people if, placing bets on the Super Bowl right now. Yeah. Before the yes. season even starts, you know? Yeah. Millions and millions, if not billions of dollars being bet already before the season All starts. All the time. It's an own economy. It is. It is, man. So. So. All right. The next highest paid is Jim Nance. All right. That, I like Jim Nance. Yeah, he's cool. He's I, one of those he's, guys. He's been around. He's just – it's like – it's it's weird like it's it's this it's almost like an uncle yeah <laughs> you know because it's just been yeah. on the tv ever since you were a kid you know what i mean and like your father and like his you know the brothers and stuff always watching it you know what i mean just like someone that was just always in your life since you were a kid yeah. kind of like steady guy you know what i mean like talking about sports it's like it's weird these guys like like ed hockley you know what i mean has been in my life since i was like five That's crazy <laughs> it's, just, about it's weird like right yeah but yeah jim, i mean i like jim nance i think he's a good broadcaster yeah yeah jim nance i the thing about me unfortunately sometimes i hear about these guys personal lives he didn't do anything wrong all he would all he did is cry for his wife in a divorce trial saying oh, he who? still love her but Drew you Reese? hear it and it's just like oh man I wish I didn't hear. I wish I would have never heard that audio ever in my life. Wait, I didn't, is this about Drew Brees? No, not Drew Brees. It's about Jim oh, Nance. Okay. Drew oh. Brees. Uh, yeah, Jim, Jim Nance did that. And I mean, you feel for him because it's like, who wants to get divorced? This is years ago. Uh, I didn't Drew even Brees. know about that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something that you probably wouldn't have come across. 
It's just I, I, I haven't to come across it back when Deadspin was kind of cool and they would just air people out. And it was so sad. That's it was, so sad. It's kind of like, oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. But Drew Brees, no, he did the thing. What did he? Didn't he uh, backpedal on some BLM shit or something? Probably. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Didn't he, like, support Trump or something? Well, he, he said was? something. I don't know. It was like it was like one of those things that was like a hot take, and the next day he was like, nah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, it was something just like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what yeah, happened. They do that all the time. They, you know, money. Uh, Stephen A. Smith at seven, seven at twelve million. What's going on with that suit, man? I don't oh, know, conspiracy theory or just bad fashion, but that's just the fuck happened, man. To me, the only value in Stephen A. Smith is that he's a punchline. Like, I don't get him as a like like a, as a straight man with like just his take. I'm like, shut up, Stephen. He's just he always a- trying to be inflammatory. It's like, all right, you got it with your hot take, Stephen. That's that's how he got on with Stephen A. Smith. He almost kind of is uh, for not for me, but I do think for this generation of kids, he has an uncle vibe, the crazy uncle maybe. Mm-hmm. But he's been there for ever and he's been yeah on ESPN and like I say he was a sports center guy he covered everything so he's just a guy that you've seen yeah. always there forever the past 10 or 15 years every time you turn on ESPN unfortunately I kind of uh, associate him with the downfall of ESPN because once he started to really yeah. be on everything because it was around that- the time everybody sort of left all the people that all the cool people left and it was just Stephen A yeah, cool. and they were trying to build a network around this guy who was like, you know, fourth or fifth on the lo- the yeah, hi- hierarchy of the coolest guys on that network. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. And he said, you did, though. Yeah, I mean, Matt's a uh, Grand Wizard in the Clan, so that's just how it goes. Not quite. I'm, I'm, I'm up next week. We'll see. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, fingers crossed, guys. Good luck. Yeah, no. it's a big, big election. You know, I'm campaigning. But no, I mean, listen, a lot of people have been – and like I said, a lot of people have been critical of this guy too. But Stephen A, I respect his hustle. Like I said, he was on. Every hey, look, show. I mean, he makes but twelve million dollars like, a year to yeah. talk shit about sports. I mean, you got to respect that. Yeah, but if you you're know, talking and, about, and, like, he, and he has managed to be around and mm-hmm. relevant for that long. So you know, look, you got to give him credit for those accomplishments. Yeah, but I just don't. You know, yeah. I just, he, I just I, always found him. I just found him kind of in, not insincere, but just sort of like right. gimmicky. He is insincere. He's a fake hot take artist. He doesn't have yes, like yes. he's a. I'm a hot take artist, but these are really my takes. I really be believing this crazy shit. I be telling y'all. You know I, what I'm I saying? Know. I, I, I know, and it, it, it's, it's gotten mad to drink. But like, I really be believing this shit. And Stephen A. doesn't really be believing this shit. He just be said he says shit. That's what and I mean. No, and I just no disrespect. He's making twelve million. Good for him. Good for everybody on this yeah. list, by the way. Make I'm your money. Don't make you. Yeah, I'm not a big big guys who like Stephen A. Smith. I was surprised when they started to push him. Everyone I'm like, really? Him? Yeah, me too. I was just like, all right, I guess I'm, this isn't for me anymore. Because I was always, I always like Scott Van Pelt. Yeah. I always thought he was I charming used, and funny. He, I saw him recently. I, and it was during the woke era. He was really woke. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, I'm sure. they. Who was that one guy who was crying? The college oh, guy? Oh, Kirk Herbstreet. <laughs> yeah. That was awful, man. What are you doing? <laughs> What a fucking bitch. Yeah, man. <laughs> I hope it was a conspiracy and you didn't do that on your own, man. I hope somebody put you up to it. 
I hope somebody say, hey, could you cry on it? Because that's... Yeah. It probably wasn't. There? It probably wasn't. That probably was just him. Just Oof. like, oh, my God. Because, yeah, I kind of thought that was just him. But I was just hoping for his own sake for, as it, a man. It might be, like, him forcing all the anxiety and fear of him losing his job through that mm-hmm. sieve of Black Lives Matter. So he's like, I'm really this upset about being replaced. <laughs> it's messed up what they're doing in these streets. Oh, shit. He was, that was his version of doing what Rachel Nichols did. Like, oh, I don't want to be a diversity hired on. So Rachel, dude. I saw Rachel Nichols at one of those events that I worked and mm-hmm. it was a it was one of the big Oscar ones and yo she rolled in with Meryl Streep. What? Yeah, I was like, "What? How is she connect? You know what? I say that I think she has some family that's connected." It must be cuz it was weird. And bro, she had the most smug, self-satisfied look I've ever seen on a person. Really? She has oh, that. Oh, she believed who the fuck she was. She's aged. It's just like, "Sweetie, you look like somebody's mom now yeah and i never thought she was that hot anyway i always thought that was, was overblown mildly fuckable but now she's yes just, that's I'm as good as i'd give her be, you know because like listen for that's why oh man i'm about to I, man i'm at an impasse of trying not to be so edgy and shocking right I, but then i say shit and thoughts like this come to my head so when it comes to broadcasting, right, and, and women in Broadcasting, sports, if you know what I'm saying, right? Broads eh, in the booth, you know, broadcasting. When it comes to women, and <laughs> it looks like he knows a grand dragon or two, but that picture it does. But no, when it comes to women in sports broadcasting, I'm not saying they can't be there. I'm not saying that all of them fall in this category. But what I am saying is they're most enjoyable most often when they're just slightly fuckable or fuckable, and they're out the way. They don't have to be super gorgeous. They don't no. even have to be super insightful, but just moderately attractive and out of the way. So everybody else, and I, I know that sounds terrible. I no, know it doesn't. Women it doesn't sound that bad. But and I think, like, you're onto something. And it's like, look, uh, there's a confidence, too, to, like, Linda Cohen. Yeah. I'm about to say Michelle right? Tafuria, another one. Yeah, like I don't, I never minded them being there. Like when it, in the heyday of Sports Center, I never minded Linda Cohen, Rachel Nichols, any. I never was like, oh, what are these girls doing here? My mom would say shit like that sometimes, which would crack <laughs> me the fuck up. I was like, what? You can't, what? Like you can't have that opinion. But it was um, just like those few. It wasn't like fifty of them now. Oh, it's just all girls. Oh God, it was just they. They existed in the paradigm. None of them ever tried to talk and be the star of the subject se- segment, which is if you watch Rachel Nichols the past five, seven years, all she does is talk. And, yo, know, let's be honest. Like, sports is still a guy thing. Like, nine times out of ten, you meet a chick, you're not going to get, like, her insight on, like, the Knicks, you know, like, no. offense. Sometimes like, they may just be a sports fan. Oh, yeah, the team. Once in a while, you'll meet a girl jersey. here and there. Yeah, and, like, whenever they start talking shit, I'd be like, who's a defensive back for that team? They couldn't tell you. <laughs> you they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and they they just, you know, they probably hope that uh, they can slide in the DMs. Who knows? But they just they just root for, oh, you, you know, I'm in Houston. Oh, Houston's doing well. Oh, I got a Texans jersey. And yeah, a little pink Texas jersey just to, just because they're doing well. That's what right. I like to go to bars and get male attention through sports. Yeah, it's a gimmick. Yeah. It's not like a real thing. And, and I know Nick offense like they have had an offense like. But that's years. my. I mean, regardless, those are just the first two sports terms that popped in my head. But you know what I'm saying? Like you can't. I never start talking to a girl and like, oh, what's your favorite 
hockey team. Like that's never going to be a conversation you have with a girl. Once in a while, you'll meet an actual female sports fan. It's an anomaly. It's like a unicorn, but you know they exist. But it's like, but the idea that like all oh, girls need to be involved in sports. Girls don't want to be involved in sports on the whole. Yeah. Some do, but it's not a girl thing. And I mean, this is going to sound more misogynistic. The only reason that I think girls should be playing sports, and this is actually just goes to get that ass tight. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't going to put it in those terms. (laughs) I'm going to go. How about this? For the interest of not being so edgy, I'll go a little bit uh, more, more, more peaceful, more friendly, friendly for health purposes to encourage people, both girl, young men and women, to be in a habit of being active for their health. We'll go with that, so we can. I don't think there's anything go, go wrong with girls playing sports. Yeah. Go play sports. There's girls that are there's lots of girls that are better athletes than me. Like it's not. absolutely, absolutely. So like you know, girls can play sports. You can commentate on it. Do your thing. I'm just not going to be interested at all. And I'm, I'm just I'm it's just it. this. I don't even mind that. Like I said, it's not that they're there. I don't care. It's this narrative behind it that it's like is there's actually as many women interested. Like no, there isn't. If there was, it'd be a lot easier to talk to girls. We'd have something immediately in common. I mean, that's one of the things that men. That's how we bond. Like we 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 already have an opinion about this thing. We already know all the players involved. We can talk about it without knowing anything about the other guy. Yeah, yeah, it's a, man. It's immediate. I mean, it's one of the things that, like, over the years, like, that's how me and my dad actually started bonding. You know, like, we weren't close growing up, like, kind of. But, like, once, like, I was really getting into football and baseball, then we really connected. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because men don't like to communicate with other men. And so this is a method that that can happen. That's kind of funny as, like, we're on our 62nd episode yeah. of talking to each other. Yeah. 62nd <laughs> episode, 20-plus uh, Patreons and countless other <laughs> cocktail lounges. Yeah. Other conversations just outside don't of it. So yeah. So I mean, but I, I, it's I, just it's just a ridiculous that? narrative behind it. Really, that's so annoying because you're just like, why are there so many girls on this broadcast? You, it's just you're just like, because women have to be there. It's like, why? Why do they have to be there? Why do women have to populate male spaces? Why? Yeah, man. A few are cool. A few yeah. are all right. You are add the add the, the the it's almost like a spice, right? A few just add to the dish. Mm-hmm. But when you overdo it, one, even if I don't know anything about the agenda, I see something's up. I see like oh, right. this is weird. Suspicious. Yeah. Shit, I got a comment because on an old video, I think it was about Rachel Nichols saying it just so happened the panel for this tea, uh, for this uh show is an Asian woman, a black lady, and a fat white girl. Just so happened. Talk about ESPN. Just right. so happened that's the best panel. That's just yeah. Those are the best people for the job. What a coincidence. Okay, man. Whatever. <laughs> it's just odd how that happened to align with the current politics and their skill set. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what a windfall. Um. All right. So Joe Buck's number five. Uh. Yeah. Al Michaels at fifteen. That makes sense. Yeah. He's he's been around forever. Al Michaels is just you know he's as sports. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's as sports as the NFL logo. Yeah, man, he's been around for a while. Let's see who yeah. else is on the list. And he's on. He, and he just went to Amazon for a Thursday night. Oh, did he? Which they've huh. been doing Thursday night football for like twenty years now. I still can't remember this football on Thursday. Golly, yeah, that's even still... when my team's playing. I'm like, oh shit, that's tonight. <laughs> like, I forget about it too. 
And you're right. They've been doing it for a long time now. Long time. Long time. Years, probably, yeah, shit. Because it's still, you know why? When we grew up, it was just Sunday and Monday. And we just yeah. got conditioned. We developed to Sunday and Monday. So you know, Thursday is new. And that's it. I, I still don't need Thursday night football. I'll never need Thursday night football. Bro, the NFL, hey, the metrics have shown that people still will watch Thursday night football. I, I don't know why. So that it's, it's because when you talk about brands and brand loyalty, that's why the NFL switched up so quick. The loyalty the NFL has for from American males is unwavering, unwavering across the board. No other brand in entertainment and sports and anything in America has the loyalty of the NFL. And that's, that's true. Something that can be like proven with just the ratings. If you look at Bro, the that's NFL true, dude. Everything else. My dad Nothing. doesn't even watch baseball as much as he used to. You know what I mean? And he's like yeah. grew up, you know, it was always on the radio. And even him, like with all like the entertainment options, just eh. Not the NFL though. Everybody turns on that game on Sunday. God or Thursday. Right. If fucking. they want to do the Saturday games or anything else, they're going to fucking watch. Greatest show on turf, baby. I fucking love football. <laughs> I still do. Especially if you're watching with, like, your buddies or at a bar. It's so much fun. It is. It's an experience. It's a shit. I fucking love it. Getting excited. Some big turnover happens. It rules. It's a part. It is an ingrained part of American masculinity. It is. And it, it should it be. It literally is. And it fucking should be. We need something. Oh, so look at this all real quick. Al Michaels getting Thursday night for just one night a week, fifteen million a year. Ooh, one God. night a week, sixteen. Damn that Bezos money a year. Fifteen. Hey, what does that work out to? I mean, that's like a, that's a million dollars show, a night. Right? Yeah, because they do. I mean, they do the playoffs too, don't they? That's like a million dollars a show, though. That's crazy. Pretty much, yeah. Good for him. God damn. And then uh, this one, Michael Strahan, seventeen million. Holy shit! Wow. Is that just from uh, the sports though? Because he has the obviously the, the the show. Is that like? <clears throat> it says to be fair, some of it comes from ABC's Good Morning America. Oh, oh, come on, that's not fair. That doesn't that that doesn't really count then. Uh, it counts. I mean, I mean, it counts. Hey, he's counting. Don't get me wrong, bro. Isn't it weird though that this guy? This behemoth of a man, this the supreme athlete guy who, like, you know, put Tom Brady on his ass like six times in the Super Bowl. Yeah. is like this. Isn't Michael Strahan just this adorable guy on, like, a, a morning show? Look at him being silly and dancing. I'm like, this guy is a warrior. He is not adorable. He is a – you know what he is? He <laughs> is one of those guys that uh, started to do broadcasting on the way out. He started to get in, and he just saw a vision. He he almost puts me in mind of like The Rock, where you're like, wait, you were never qualified for the position you currently hold. How did you get it? And it was just How like, did you get it? I'm not going to let – he just aimed for it because he was already – his last few years in New York, if you remember, he started to be a little bit more warm and cuddly because he used mm-hmm. to talk shit. He used to talk buku shit. We started to try to be more cool with the media and smile, and he was probably just setting up, hey, I need to know who the connections are and who the people are and – Setting up his rise to, to, to where he is, man. Yeah, but, I mean, he must be good at it. You, can, you don't stay at a position like that if you're terrible. Yeah, he's – I mean, I'm, listen, I've never watched Good Morning America. I am not going to no. lie to you guys. You're not it's the target not, audience. No. But, hey, if he's able to keep that target audience, 
It is what it is. He, he's able to be pleasant in someone you invite in your room, in your uh, your your home every day. That little fucking Kelly Ripa, though. I don't know if she still got it, but she had it for a minute. She was sexy. Yeah. I did she an event. I did an event for her, like you know, for her, like I don't know what it was, getting a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame or some accomplishment in Hollywood or whatever at this guy's house, and Strahan was there, and oh, it she- was fucking nuts. And she looked, she looked amazing. She looked really hot. Mm. But it was just amazing. Like all these guys, like everyone's just having like this little fun Hollywood conversation. I'm like, you should all be in a line to suck this man's cock, okay? This guy is a legend. We're all just like adorably friends with Michael Strahan. No, he should be like at a throne at the top of this. You know what I mean? With like a fucking like an axe and like you know, you should all be so lucky he doesn't cut your head off. Like he was a man in his day, man. The fucking man. Best sack. I don't know if he he retired very close to the top of the sack leaders. I don't know if he was actually number one overall. Oh yeah, the best season. But he was a great player and he great just, goddamn player. Won a was, Super Bowl against Tom fucking Brady. Yeah. When they had nine wins that regular season. Like, I mean, it was and that was one of the wildest games I ever saw in my entire fucking life. No one gave him a chance. Stop the undefeated fucking Tom Brady New England Patriots at the peak of their like, power. Yeah. This, unprecedented and a lot of it was him it was that yes. rush it was either him or uh, him and tuck and tuck and all those guys they have rushing they would do 4d linemen i know that's really inside but they're doing the 4d linemen instead of having 2d tackles they would have two middle uh in the middle linemen so everybody could just rush the passer Shit it was incredible worked. it was incredible yeah it was just funny Everyone was just like oh michael I'm like oh michael you, i mean just disrespectful but that's why he doesn't have an axe. He's smart. He was like, you know what? I, he, you know why Michael Strahan made all this money? He did something me and you never did with our lives. He understands white women. He understands how to market to white women a lot better than you or me. And that's why he's making the big bucks. He understands how to be. He's comfortable with being in the friend zone of every white woman in America. And that's why he's successful now. Yeah, I mean, he's probably impaled his share. I'm sure. You know, so he probably doesn't mind. It's it's not like a shot at his pride to be in the friend zone for them because it's like, yeah. oh, Michael. He, he's know. a professional friend zone guy, and he comes off with that energy, and everyone yeah. just invites him in his home. And yeah. He just goes to the bank, and he goes to the club, and he comes up in a Ferrari, picks, like, you, you, and you, and they just show up. And yeah. <laughs> he goes off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, good for him. Good for I'm Michael Strahan. I got nothing but good things pleasant. to say. I take wow. everything I said about you, hoes. Wait, and then Aikman, Aikman? At number two, man, 18 mil. Wow. I'm shocked at that one, that he's making more. Because that included his GMA and all the other stuff. Man, I, I, I talk shit about Joe <coughs> Bell, but, like, I don't really. He's Troy been Aikman. doing that for 20 years? Has he been? Holy shit. That's what it says. Yeah, it has been 20 years. Wow. Five-year, ninety million deal with ESPN for Monday nights. Wow! I guess a lot has to come over. I never thought he was. I mean, I know that's the big thing that Buck that. and Aikman are coming in Monday Night Football. Good for them. Yeah, they got to get some interesting games first. That's been the biggest problem. They yeah. keep, you know, I don't know if what it was now, but I remember when they first got Monday Night Football on ESPN. The big issue was. The flex. It's the Browns versus the Dolphins. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm not watching that game. Why are they getting paid so much? I mean, 
My, the shit you say about Ogre Squasher, it may be the real deal with some of this money laundering. Who knows? That's another candidate warrants for another day. But um, money. Dude, the NFL, the NFL made one point eight billion dollars last year. That's why. And that's just them. That's not all the the vendors and people who buy lots. That's not what Mad yeah. made. You know what, who what the, the economy ice. around it is. Yeah, it's a lot of money. That's yeah. That, but but you know all these guys' salaries combined. That just puts it down to one point seven billion. Yeah, man, it's a lot. Of, it's yeah. not. It's nothing. Yeah, man. But yeah, I never thought Aiken was that good. But hey, working for him. I like Aiken. I do. And then number one's Romo at eighteen. Okay. Oh, number two. Number, number two, two is Romo. I like Romo. He actually does deserve to be on this list. He's done a good job as a commentator. Dude, as an ancillary cowboy fan, like I definitely came around on this guy. But it was like you know, I liked him when he first came to the NFL when he replaced uh, was it Drew? Not Drew Brees. Uh, Drew Bledsoe. Oh. Yeah, it was Drew. He replaced him too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Drew <laughs> <Poor> Bledsoe. It's <laughs> <laughs> just his yeah. legacy. Uh, being replaced by younger, more handsome quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, younger, actually, more because even. Well, the shit we talk about Romo, he's, he still was a better quarterback than Blesso was. No, Romo's was NFL numbers are really crazy. I mean, it's really not good. something to fucking he, shake a stick at. He is the Cowboys leader in everything, right? Even everything. You know, we just played Aikman, but I, I think Romo's the guy. He threw for 34,000 yards in his in his career. Yeah. Four that's Pro impressive. Bowls, huh. 248 touchdowns. I mean, that's up there. Pretty impressive. What's Brady uh, at, like 400 or something? Yeah, I was about to say up there, but you know some of these guys, Brady, Breeze, and Manning, they they've thrown so many fucking yards and touchdowns. They stay like at seventy k or something. They're like taking it to a whole another level. I think Brady's close to a hundred k. Something stupid. Yeah, past past TDs is Brady is at six twenty four. Holy Jeez. shit! Jeez. That's quite a bit. It's quite a yeah. few. I think the record was four hundred back in when I was younger. It's like. <laughs> 200 plus of that, you know what I mean? All right, well, he's not even in the top 20, but that's, you know, there's still still pretty good numbers. But Yeah, like I said, because nowadays, I mean, I can tell you, you know, guys like Aaron Rodgers are probably in the top 20, like Brady. Even Stafford might be in the top 20, even with the Lions, all those years he had with Megatron. Do a ton of touchdowns. So it's it's Brady, Breeze, Manning, Favre, Rogers, Rivers, Marino, Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan, Eli Manning, Tarkenton, Sta- Stafford's number twelve, Elway, Wilson, Moon, Unitas, Testa, Testa Verde. Hey, there we go. Got a Jet on the list. Joe Montana and David Krieg. I don't even know what David Look how Krieg far is. Joe Montana's falling on that list. He's damn near not even on it himself. Yeah, these guys. Though no, I knew it was going to be a lot of modern players. I mean. Favre was still there. You said Vinny Testaverde somehow didn't Vinny. get the A lot of those guys played during this modern era with the pass interference rules where you can – and all these other crazy rules where now guys throw for like 5,000 yards. Every yeah, year. it's so much. It's a completely different game. Yeah, man. Totally different. All right. And then the number one next it's to Brady. Crazy. It is. It's fucking Jim goddamn Rome. Holy shit. I, I, okay, I'll keep it honest. I'll keep it a thousand percent honest. A young vigilante Williamson. If you look, if you add, if you if we go to me between the ages of twelve and maybe sixteen before I kind of got into music, you said what? Who's guy? Do, who's the guy you want to be? It was Jim Rohn? I want no to be, way. I wanted to be a sports broadcaster 
who had because you now Jim Rome is kind of benign, but if you remember he was the kind of edgy guy. I I, 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 I know he's such a douche. I always hated Jim Rome. <laughs> I wanted to be Jim Rome because I was like, okay, I don't want to go so far that I'm Howard Stern. I like sports. I want to be like a drive time radio sports broadcaster. That would be my dream. And because he was, you know, he had the little talking smack and all this other shit. I hated so him. I, I swear, I swear that character by John C. McGinley in um, Any Given Sunday is a parody yeah, of Jim Rome. It probably is because that was his like personality. Yeah. Thinks he's the hot take guy. I have never liked Jim Rome. Yeah, I was a huge Jim Rome fan. Because he had like, a stupid Rome is burning on ESPN, which, you yeah. know, I, I don't think anyone really watched. How the hell has he managed to keep himself... Thirty million a year. Ooh, Jesus Christ! He's such a douche. How is he get? Now that's a curious thing. This is why conspiracy theories exist because I don't see him bringing thirty million in value. Every other name on this list, for the most part, even the ones I'm not the biggest fan of, they I understand why they're getting a quite a bit of money to do what they do. He makes twelve million more than Romo. Yeah, he does. Yeah, for what? Twelve million more than Aikman. Cause like the Rome era where he was basically basically sports Howard Stern. That's basically what he was trying to do, and I liked it. Ugh. But you know, he because he would talk his shit and he would be you know a hot take guy. He would always have his jokes. He's only got nineteen thousand subscribers on fucking YouTube. Then how can he make this much money? I don't get it. How and can he, he posts? He posts his videos get no views. Then what metric are they using to give Jim Rome so much money? Now is you know the one thing I do need to. He's got a in. video from two weeks ago that has 178 views. Crazy. Crazy. How is he making 30 million now? I think I'm sure a lot of it is his radio. Is he still doing like CBS radio or some shit? It's got. That, I mean, that's it's definitely not be. coming it, from YouTube. It, it can't has be, from to be that. It has to be. His radio, he still got his, like the number one sports show or something like that, and that's just what it's worth, and that's just uh, what they pay him. Jim, who's a Jim Rome fan in 2022? Man, I haven't watched anything from Jim Rome since 2005, 2006. God damn. That was about the era you just, okay, man. Like, I like I get your take on it, because that's kind of when I, I after, after a while, you realize, like, oh, this is kind of a gimmick. And I know... No, it's like, you, it was a gimmick the whole time, but it's just like. Do you remember, like, in, in uh, Any Given Sunday? I just watched this, like, a few weeks ago, so it's a little fresh in my mind. Yeah, yeah. But when he's talking to Willie Beeman, he's like, your smack is so fresh. Do you yeah. remember that? He's trying yeah. to talk. Yeah. Dude, I, that's, a, that's a Rome. That's what Jim Rome would do. Yeah, your smack. He would always talk street with black guys. He did. I remember I saw him in an interview, and he's like, so I heard you had a chance to rap with him. Like to rap with him. This was in like 2015. It was like, ugh. Yeah. that was Jim Rome's giving. Jim Rome, man. Cornball. He thirty he, million he, a year. I, listen for the 90s. He's a perfect 90s ass commentator. He's the most late 90s ass commentator you could possibly be. Like I'm imagining the when I think of Jim Rome, I think of the '90s suit. I don't really think of the Rome is Burning era where he kind of had the clean goatee. I think of the '90s look. I think of that late '90s, goofy looking Jim Rome who just 
so completely assured of himself. Yes. And, and, so and inexplicably. Yes. Just that unwavering. It's almost like Biggie Smalls because he's so short. It's a similar thing. We're like, why are you so confident? That becomes an. You see this little dweeb looking motherfucker with the goatee and just. Or didn't he have like the. Didn't he have the rat tail? I don't I know if he had a rat tail. But he just had some weird, weird 90s cut in one of those suits to try to make you look big, but he looks small. But he's so assured of himself for no reason. It's just, so, I don't know, man. He's, he's so fake edgy, and it's just like, it was. Yeah, he's so It was corny. the way. It was the wave to ride in the nineties and he wrote it and he was like he was the perfect smack talking uh <laughs> seeking a rapidity rap. Oh yeah, let me just copy this so I can actually uh oh it won't let me. Uh, God, that's just But um yeah, he wild. was uh, Jim Rome. I can't believe he's making that much money. Me neither. I mean, I, it, that's what it said, so that's what he's doing, but like really? <laughs> you know what I mean? just don't get it i mean all right good for you jim room i mean i'm not mad at you it's just like yeah. shocking it's just shocking like what is he <laughs> look there's an article that says sports media stunned by jim room's salary of course everyone's oh, like what that guy overpayments ogre squasher. oh ogie squasher super chat ogie squasher Holy shit, and he didn't say anything again. Wow. Well, let me just uh, yeah, yeah. dust this off. Hold on. Tremble before the might of the Ogre Squasher. He's back. Hello, yeah, Ogre Squasher. Right. Fuck, dude. Well, Thank you. Talk you. about people getting paid too much, and you start tossing off Super Chest. Thank God you. God damn, dude. Thank you, Keep bro. this up. I'll be Jim Rome in no time. Yeah. Ogre, good to see you, buddy. Yeah, man. Shit, man, that's what's up. Well, yeah, that's uh, that was our little sports break for an hour and a half. Yeah, it was a long sports break, uh, but I mean, uh, here's what it is. Fuck. At least yeah. we didn't complain about uh, franchises we don't care about going woke. So I'll, I'll take it. That's true. We didn't we didn't grift anyone. Shit, sure shit didn't. No, we didn't. Um, yeah. I did have what? What else did I put in the description here? I said Trump have, uh, to oh, Trump's back on Twitter. I guess. I guess. Official, official? No, but Elon was saying he would reinstate him. Yeah, because doesn't he have his own thing that he's trying to do? Glad That's to have you. Glad over. to have you back, Glad man. Happy buddy, buddy. Like, like buddy, I said buddy. the other week when I messaged you and you didn't answer, we got a little worried, man. Well, we we were we were talking about you like I don't know what was it like I don't know past few months just like has yeah. he been around? Is everything okay? Yeah. You know, glad yeah, to have man. you back, bud. Glad Hope to have you back. Hope we entertainment. Hopefully we're doing stuff. Yeah, yeah Tr- hope you like Trump, the show. You said something about uh, Trump on Twitter. Yeah, I guess Elon said he would do it. I guess Elon said he would reinstate him, which is kind of interesting. I mean, I don't know. What do you think about that? <clears throat> well, uh, okay. So... And it's funny you talk about Elon. I saw him with a crazy tweet from a few days ago. You talk about me with conspiracy theories. This is the guy who was tweeting, if something happens to me, mysterious, you know. Or, you know what I mean? Even his mom said, what the fuck, dude? He's probably so, just kidding. He probably was. I hope he was, you know, for other reasons that have nothing to do with anything and not legally binding. Um, but as far as Trump, 
okay, from the the standpoint of what Elon Musk is trying to do with his purchase, and I, and I know that's never really the angle we look at. It's all we're happy to have free speech, but it, this coincides with that. It's it's probably a beneficial thing to reinstate him, right? Because the whole thing is we're a free speech platform. Apparently, a lot of marketers, a lot of people want start to want to use Twitter, you know, from a business standpoint again, because of him taking over. So there is like this positive element of because say what you will, and you know, Lord knows I'm in critical of, of Orange Man, Orange Man worship, Orange Man bad. Just I'm in critical of things in every which direction about the Orange Man, but I, I do think when you banned him you did make a statement against conservatives for better or for worse I, and that's kind of an obvious thing to say but it's i think it goes beyond that dude i think him kind of brings those people back but go ahead like you can hate trump all you want and there's lots of legitimate reasons too however he didn't break the law mm-hmm. he didn't even like it's not like he's like a bush guy who started a war or anything like that like he actually kept us out of wars which i appreciate it yeah, that's so the fact that a private company like that would ban the and at the time he was the sitting US mm-hmm. president from a social media platform is I mean it's unprecedented. Obviously social media is relatively new in history, but it still shows just I don't know, so much disrespect for for a guy you don't uh, you don't agree with but is the president like that that much that the narrative matters that much more than like guess what he is the president deal with it like they're like we're not dealing with it we're getting rid of the president but don't forget the narrative he's a he caused an insurrection he was i'm telling you the the by the book narrative he caused an insurrection it was for the safety of democracy that they banned him right this was what they said you know what i mean he was causing a He's gonna cause a. Uh, he's gonna cause World War Three, says Star Trek. That's a new thing that happened recently. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I that's why they. That. Which it's like, bro, if y'all didn't bring up January 6th, I would have forgot it happened. I would have yeah. forgot. It's it's been it, it's been a year and a half. Feels like it's been a hundred years. Like, bro, I could, could. Bro, I barely care about the black uh, lesbians mattering, and they're grifting. I I mean, I know it was a thing. It gripped the country and all this. But it's just like, man, that was now two or three years ago. And you start to get like, well, it's about two years ago. But it start, you start God to. Damn, yeah. It's two years you ago. Know, Jesus. Yeah. But you, you know what I mean? You get to that move on point. And I'm at the move on point with all of that shit because how else do you handle it? I mean, we, you know, you get to a certain point. like, oh, man, that was all fucked up. But I got to, you know, go to the grocery store. You know what I mean? No, I mean, of course. You do have to, like, deal with your own life. But I just think, like, the fact, you know, even the insurrection, like, it's still it's still crazy that they would get rid of him, and mm-hmm. I, I, I for me it's kind of like it sounds like if this is the legit like his legitimate um, position, Elon, that's a that's a win for free speech. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. big win because he's like no, legitimately I'll let him back. Like why not? Like he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't break the law. He didn't you know promote violence or whatever. It's like no, nah, yeah. he'll come back. And I think, like I said, I, I went from the marketing perspective and the whole, you know, he, it's, it, it's a capitalist society. He bought Twitter to turn a profit. And we talked mm-hmm. about the NFL doing all the stuff they can to turn a profit. He's trying to, the free speech people, the conservatives, the, the, all those groups, he's trying to bring them back to Twitter because, like, I mean, 
let's just be honest, man. We 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 talked about some of the metrics of how most of the people, most of the activity on Twitter was this small few people. You know what I mean? And if you're trying to to make something marketable, you need more people there. Twitter, the leftists scared normies, even normies who were left, off of Twitter, like the insane leftists. The um, Oh, dude, yeah. I told you I, they scared. Like, I moved to California as an, a, an Obama supporter, and was like, <laughs> "You guys are out of your minds." Yeah, it took this leftist from New Jersey and and, tur- and turned him into a Trump supporter. Yeah, it was that. It was like it was like that. That's what happened. I mean, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, but I mean, they scared a lot of people off with that Tumblr shit. They that Twitter has been for the past five, six years. Just a yeah. lot of normal people off, and they're starting to come back, and this helps that come back. Yeah, there's going to be people who dislike them, but let's just be honest. Here's another metric about Trump that people need to just be honest on. He was, I mean, outside of Floyd Mayweather, I cannot think of somebody who was hate-loved or love-hated or whatever you want to say, whatever phrase you want to use, where people were really invested in their and in, in their anger for him. Like I'm ne- outside of those two, I can only think of like who used the hate as a marketing tool and that people you know cnn has fallen off without trump all these other yeah they need him they're trying to need this guy right dude it's like part of why i love trump is because of how much people hate him and how fucking angry they get spun up about it like i didn't even know i liked trump until he won the election and every you know feminist and angry little fucking soy boy who would freeze me out of a conversation the second I didn't agree with him was just melting down on Facebook. I was like, this is the greatest day ever. This is amazing. Like, I was thrilled. Like, this is like, this is so good. Like, it was, and I can remember specifically, like, I was just watching Anthony Kubia's coverage uh, with Nick DiPaolo of the election. And, like, DePaulo's like, holy shit, we're going to do this. Like, and it was, like, becoming clear that it was, like, oh, my God, Trump's actually going to win. And then I opened up Facebook, and the first thing I ever saw was just this one feminist who, like, you know, accused me of mansplaining. And she was just such a typical, like, L.A. SJW twat. And mm-hmm. she, like, posted, I can't. That was her whole post. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. What a win. Yeah, because you've been in the best. I, I think about this sometimes, like how we talk about woke. You were in like the, the center of woke central in the wokest place ever. And I'm not exaggerating. You were trying to get on in Hollywood as a straight white male the past five years. Delusional. I mean, do brain surgery blind. Why don't you? Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it, you didn't. No one knew. Like, you didn't know that when I moved there, it wasn't like that in 2011. Yeah. No one knew yeah. that. Yeah, you were just like, oh, man, I could just, you know. And I was like a liberal. I was like, I agree with most of these people. You know what I mean? It, I didn't feel completely ostracized. But then this identity politics thing was in this whole brand new white privilege and all this shit that just started, like, becoming mainstream. And everyone in my circles just agreed with it. You had to just kind of, like, stay low. It was wild, man. It was totally, like, I did not expect that. So you're like, yeah, I still have my dreams. I didn't realize that it wasn't just like, oh, this person happens to be woke. This person happens to be woke. It's like, oh, it's fucking everyone. Yeah. And it's by design. And they filter out those who aren't. It's like, oh, fuck. I'm screwed. I'm fucking, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sancho Dildo says, so you didn't, you really didn't like Trump. You liked the meltdown he caused pretty much my position. Well, that's what got me intrigued was the meltdown. That's when I was like, oh, this, there's more to this than just, 
this demagogue guy like who you know said wow because i didn't like build that wall i'm like what are you fucking what is this like i, I didn't take any of it seriously but then honestly like a- after that i i thought he did a pretty good job i mean you know people will blame him for dividing the country and it's like okay but i would also blame the completely biased coverage that no matter what he did even if it was a net positive like there's all there were those memes going around like you know uh Trump cures childhood cancer. And it's like, why did he cure diabetes? He doesn't care about black people or like whatever. It doesn't matter what he would do. It would be unfairly criticized. So I I think it's like everyone has a part to play in that division. And uh, I, I don't know. I thought ultimately he was a pretty good president. The economy was the best in like American history. So that's something. Conspiracy theories aside, aside, aside. We'll, we'll put them on the side. For, for this conversation, at least it's part of it. Uh, man, Leftist Tears almost got me to... I mean, I've, I voted for him the second time based off Leftist Tears, and I ain't gonna lie. I did. And I ain't gonna lie. Um, so, I mean, no matter what I can say, I, I did. And it, what I never thought I would. I didn't think I was even gonna vote. You know what actually motivated me to vote, ironically? We already mentioned him. Obama. Because they kept... If you remember when that Obama. election... They kept playing this fucking commercial with Obama... And it was like they're stealing away your right to vote. You gotta go out there. This is what Obama is saying. I'm like, you know what? You're fucking right. I'm gonna go out there and vote for Trump. Just cause you won't stop playing this commercial. And I'm the target market because of my demographic. So you're playing this fucking commercial YouTube because you say he's a black guy who watches political stuff. Give him an Obama commercial. And because you did that, I said, you know what? Fuck you. I'm gonna vote for the other guy. It just you trolled me into voting for the other person because I was going to say, yeah, I'm not going to do it. It's a waste of time. Plus, uh, North Carolina had early voting, so I could just go in any day for the week ahead of time. Just did that. Did so. you see – sorry, I saw a really funny – I couldn't believe it. It was uh, – Jamie Foxx does an amazing Trump impression. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> Bro, it's hilarious. You want to see this? Yeah. It's brief, but the little details are so good. It's a lot of great people in my life. A lot of great people. A lot of great people on both sides. Lots of great people on both sides. That's <laughs> Trump. That's fucking crazy, bro. It's a lot of great people. Lots of great people on both sides. So, let's say, excuse me, excuse me, fake news. Fake news. <laughs> They're trying to give me the <laughs> Dude, he's really good at the impressions, man. Bro, did you like, see his Chappelle? I don't think I've seen his Chappelle. Holy seen, seen... shit, dude. It was crazy. It was nuts. I saw yeah. Rogan Rogan shared it. It was unbelievable. Yep, he's okay. incredible at impressions. I've seen, I want to say he did. Uh, he was doing Doc Rivers, the NBA coach. And I was like in tears. He, Bro. He has a weird voice. Again. What'd you Damn, say? man, they ran up on stage. I was incensed. <laughs> Damn, nigga. Thank you, Jamie Foxx. If you ever in trouble, if you ever in trouble, Jamie Foxx, show up as sheriff. And all the other comedians just stood there. They're waiting on me to die. Wait, take off. I'll see you, Chris Rock. It'll never happen. Wow. Right? That's wow. amazing. Like, like they're, they're both cadence. uncanny. Yeah, he gets like the cadence and the the movements, the motions, the 
the speaking patterns. I never saw anyone the way Jamie Foxx did the fake news thing. I was like, that's the key is that dismissal. Excuse me, excuse me, fake news. And the way he looks away when he says fake news, like yeah. that's how he would run those things. They were so dismissive and it was like, it would fake enrage news. people. The inflection he did. He did oh. the, like the, the, the exact inflection too, that way he says fake news. It's just like great people on both sides. Like it's like you can almost get the cadence because he nailed it so well. Like, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, was yeah, amazing. Yeah. Fuck. I was incensed. <laughs> yeah, he had it like perfectly. It sounds just like fucking Dave Chappelle. It's unbelievable. You know, it's spot on. Because like, when you're doing an impression, you you have to understand that person in every emotion that they express and in every way, and that's what makes it uncanny. So he has Dave's like regular talking voice, his angry voice. You know what I mean? His different voices. So that's what makes it like so like. And the silly playfulness that Chappelle has. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> was, man. No idea. I mean, I know Jamie Foxx is like a talented performer, but that I was just like blown away. And I saw both those like in a week. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, some people do actually earn the money. They're like, yeah, they're really like, eh, yeah, I can't do that. You're, you're a talented, you're a talented motherfucker, man. Yeah, because I... I, I was young enough. I mean, I, when I knew Jamie Foxx, he was just like a weirdo on like UPN. Oh yeah, of course, just a weirdo on UPN. But Random. he was though. He would just do like silly comedy that didn't yeah. speak to me at all. I was just kind of like, oh, that guy. And then he was Ray Charles, and it was like remarkable. You're like, that's the same guy who does all the goofy shit on the Black oh, Network. What was kind of holy a fuck on the Black Network? What, I mean, what what is UPN? UPN wasn't a black I mean, network. UPN was absolutely black right. network. There was Let's no there's no way around everybody. <laughs> there's no there's no way around it. Comedy even has a line where he says I was showing uh, I'll say ninja because we're, we're trying to be PC, but go. showing ninjas lines like UPN. So I mean that was a was a well known. Yeah, trend. well uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris Rock had that. UPN underpaid Negroes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was a hell of a transition, man. Yeah, and then he's like, because he, he sings, he's on like the Kanye song. Yeah, he sings. Like, he knows how to play piano and all that shit too. Yeah, he's like he's a, great. Yeah, he's a really talented guy. He's a really talented. Even though, performer. I, even though I hated that movie, he was really good in Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Oh yeah, you said you didn't like that movie, which I hadn't seen. So fucking stupid. But yeah. he's really good in it. Like, he plays this villain for about two-thirds of the movie. Then they kill him and just replace him with John Hamm for no reason. Yeah. And then it, it's just like, no, J Hamm's now the villain. You're like, okay, but you've been building this whole villain arc for, like, 60 minutes. Why did you just eliminate that? For the, for the twist. You didn't see the twist coming. Uh, you didn't see the twist coming. We uh, thought he was the What else is? And the villain's terrible. the guy who was the, on the good side. Ha, ha, ha. Terrible. I didn't see the movie, but I'm sure that's what happened. That was a it thing. was like that. And then Kevin Spacey was like this nefarious gangster character and then like decides to save him and the girl out of love for no reason. It was oh, such a bad movie. Twist for the sake of twist. Ugh. And I love <laughs> Edgar Wright. That hurt. Hey, everybody, everybody, uh, no one's perfect. No. Um, all right, we got one last story. Did you hear about this Madonna shit? <laughs> What happened? I feel like we were talking. Somebody. Oh no! This is new. This is new. Okay. 
So Madonna reveals fully nude NFTs and a shocking 3D model of her vagina. <laughs> She's 60, right? Gotta be. Gotta be. Come oh, come on. <laughs> what? Are we gonna get a channel taken down for that? All right, I'll scroll. I'll scroll. Cause uh, I don't want to get sixty-three. Man, I'm gonna sound like the biggest misogynist, bro. She's too old for this shit. Somebody should tell her she's too old for this shit. This is, you know, why women. I ain't gonna say oh, I fail all the time. But one thing women do to to set themselves up for failure. Is other women encourage other women to act like dumbasses because they're so hyper competitive that they have no problem letting women fall off a cliff and like you you go girl you know like, look at this old bitch you go girl you know what I hold mean? on I can't we can't look at this like I can't show this on the stream but yeah. you have to look at this link oh, this is fucking insane I'm gonna put it in the chat because you can you know that's fine. It's whatever, yeah. but it is insane. This video is insane. Like, she's got butterflies and trees coming out of her pussy. <laughs> like, this is you know in I, fucking sanity. You know who I blame? Blame men. I blame every man who gassed her. And I remember when she you used to see pictures of her looking younger back in the 80s and shit. She was cute in her day. But it's this gassing up of these hoes of the it just gassing them up oh she still got it no you don't you're 63 you shouldn't still want it to have i don't know i do blame men but i don't blame men for this one i this i think is just that tragic reality that happens to women that they get older and that all that fuckability attention that they used to get is gone, and now they're desperate for it back. Like, they didn't realize how much they had until it was gone. But, okay, somebody has to get her the message. Like, I remember when she kissed Drake and he looked like Repulse. Bro. Shouldn't that have been the signal to say, hey, you know, Madonna, you're in your 50s now, you know? Bro, this shit is insane. She's got caterpillars coming out of her pussy in this video. I'm sure. Like it's not. Cool. It's it's all animated, but it's like, what <laughs> is this? Oh my goodness! It's psychotic. And the animation is not even very good. Like it looks like that show from like the '90s, like the Crash reboot or whatever it was. Like, <laughs> like it the the digital animation is not even like. Yeah, look. Look at this. What the fuck was that? Yeah, what I the fuck? I'm scared to. I guess I should. Yeah, you should. Dude, this is I, I, I'll watch it on nuts. I got to mute because my damn dog is just laid down. He, he keeps trying to hijack me. Sorry. Sorry, Jason. I'm doing the show. Hold. Bro, she's like standing over a city with like butterflies coming out of her snatch. What is happening? I guess I do have to see this. This is insane. It's insanity, me... dude. What is this? Like, what is this? There's multiple videos. Oh, my goodness. This is like a, a, an NFT, too. So it's like there's Mother of Nature. And, it, and like, it's really a detailed close-up of her hoo-ha. And then there's, like, a plant coming out of it. 
and then it you turns know, into a tree. I have a question, and I wish I knew a feminist. Oh my goodness. I'm starting to see like the little preview of And it. yeah, just and scroll down. That's how you see the rest of this crazy shit. I wanna fuck oh, ew. You're trying to make pussy uncool. How? <laughs> how could you do that? And oh I'm sure God. the Illuminati types would say this is some other guy of shit, and I agree. But I want to ask a feminist. You break this down. Why is this empowering? What is this empowering? Explain to me why this is empowering. Why is there a Because women create life and it's life and it's fire. There's bugs coming out of her vagina. Exactly. Like, this is not what This is stupid. What is going on? This is stupid. And she's like, <laughs> What is this shit? I don't know. Ew, the caterpillar one is creepy. Right? All... It's really creepy. Oh, come on, man. And I don't know who... Like, and yeah, I see what you see this digital animation. Like, it's not even very good. This is insane. I'm this is truly insane. Read a quote. Uh, collaboration. When Mike and I decided to collaborate on the project a year ago, it took you a year to do a few of these digital, like you said. You, no, animation so takes a while, but animation takes a while. But like, I, I guess with all the butterflies and shit, what is this? But it's like th to do three video animation does take a while. I'll give you that. If it was one guy, whatever. I was decided to have an opportunity to share my vision of the world as a mother and an artist. With Mike's own unique point of view. So I told you there was a man to blame. It's always a man to blame. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to be a misandrist. There's always a guy enabling a crazy thought. There's always one guy. And this Mike motherfucker, you're the one who enabled the psych psychopathic. Uh, he says, uh, it's been an amazing journey building this together from an intellectual idea to an emotional story giving birth to art. I wanted to investigate the concept of creation. Not only the way a child enters the world through a woman's vagina, I wonder how it gets there because you can see, but also the way an artist gives birth to creativity by sh by literally shooting it out of his ass, apparently. Uh, most importantly, this last sentence, we wanted to use this opportunity to benefit mothers and children who are most in need. Dude, women are always trying to pull this shit. Like, Hillary Duff just did this today. I saw she's posing nude in, not like, not nude, nude, but you know what I mean. Like, how they call it, like, you know, quote, nude. In Women's Health, she looks amazing, by the way. But she's doing this for, like, you know, some cause. Like, it's, it's always like, oh, I'm getting nude for, like, awareness. Like, the actresses are always trying to pull this shit. It's like, you shallow whore. That's like when a girl puts a booty picture and has been like, spirituality is like the most important thing in life. And then shut up. You just want to, you just want to have an excuse to show your ass. That's what you're doing. Stop trying. Stop with the smoke screen. We all get it. We know what this is. Yeah, man. This is, yeah, that's exactly what this is. It is. She's still Madonna. She made like a virgin 84. So she's still going to get coverage. And so, she comes up with a dumbass NFT. She says it's for a good cause. Hillary Duff's doing the same thing right now. It's, it's like she's getting nude for, you know, awareness or what. It's like. Patrice bitch. is white. Women are a series of hoes. That's, that's what they are. That's what they, they self-identify as. Mm -hmm. Why do you, if you're, now Hillary Duff wasn't a star like that. 
But eat, eat any of these women, right? Why do you have to go new? Why is the first thing you girls think of when you have status, you want to give awareness, is take off all your clothes? Why is that the most empowering thing you can do is get naked immediately? Because it's the easiest way to get attention. It's, it's just an automatic attention draw, and they know it. But their brains can't let them believe that, so they have to mask it in something else. Where it's, So it's actually for a cause. It's just like... No, it isn't. It's for eyes on your snatch. For a cause, why do you have to take your clothes off? And this is your decision. You'll say everything. Men objectifying men. No, I'm not saying why do you have to take your clothes off. Take your clothes off, but just don't be insincere about it. Madonna needs to keep her old ass clothes on. To be fair, it's a digital model, but no encouragement from Madonna to take her clothes off for any reason. Pissing depends, yo. But it's still like the motivation behind it is fraudulent. Like, yeah, okay, maybe it's technically for charity, but she's doing this for attention. Yeah, and that's what's like so disingenuous. And it's just like, I, I get when I say, why do you take your clothes off? I mean, they they push this feminist shit right on top. I'm sure. I know Madonna's a hardcore mega feminist. She was on that shit way before everyone else. But like. They'll push feminism and women power and be benefit to mothers and all this other shit. But it's like the first thing you guys can think to do is to lead with your pussy. Literally, that is the very first thing you can do. So I get that women, when they're in relationships with men and the men sell for them because they're in relationships, they're able to be completely like illogical and inconsistent. But I'm just pointing to how illogical and inconsistent all this feminism bullshit is when the first thing a girl can do is show her ass, show her titties, or show her cooch. It's the first thing she thinks to do. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I guess for me, it's the fraudulent motivation. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm not like maligning her for showing herself off naked. Like, that's, I kind of want you to do that. Like, I, I would actually appreciate nude photos of hot girls. I think that's actually quite excellent. However, no, but no, but like you're getting mad at the, your, your whole point is like, why is it your first instinct to do it? It's like, that's not, cause that's just, that's a girl. That's a female. Like they want to be desired by the most amount of men and then pick the winner. That's what no, they want. No. They're about equality. And they're uh, about, just no, listen to me. Shut up. <laughs> I know we covered this on the, the the how fraudulent this shit is on the fucking podcast. Even episodes that we we can still have up there. On no, the but I'm just saying, like, uh, the re the truth is not the not the line, not the not the PR line. The yeah. truth is, this is what women want to do, Absolutely. and they want to do it safely, and that's fine. We want you to do it as well. It actually works out for everyone involved. But it's the fraudulent, but it's the fraudulent motivation behind it that I take issue with. It's like you insincere, phony virtue signaling whore. Like you're a whore. Like you think like it's okay to be a whore, but don't act like you're also, you know, Mother Teresa fucking saving lepers, children with leprosy. No, you're showing off your coochie and you want credit for it that you're also a good person and not a shallow slut. I think we're in similar. We're not in the, we're in the same ballpark. We're in different sections of that ballpark, but it's the disingenuous nature of the whole thing, right? That's what I. That's exactly what I'm talking about. See, it's the disingenuous nature of it. That's what bugs yeah, me. I think I'm still focused on that too. That's why I'm asking the question because it's disingenuous. I'm asking the question because I know the answer. I know that that's what, what women. That's why they do it. That's the 
That's they truly do desire. Because it's not just attention for its own sake. They truly desire being attractive to men. And that's a, yeah, it's no, natural, no, and they should. They should. It's power. It's, it's natural, but the the fact that they won't admit it, the fact that they've gone Perse- so hard. We are on the exact same page. Yeah, we are on the same page. We're just coming in a different direction. You, I don't know if it was you or me because we both dropped this episode. I think this one's up. Was that yeah? It was one up from like a month ago on the Patreon, and we came to the conclusion that like feminism was just a massive shit test from women to men. Right. I don't remember who came up with that, but I think it is an inch. I think there's something to that. Yeah, man. That's what I, I really think is at, at play here. I genuinely do. Like, it makes kind of sense, right? Yeah. Like, they're just waiting to see if we're going to keep buying this bullshit. Yeah. And the longer we keep buying it, because the, I've even made this point. Like, look at who even these liberal girls go for. They go for the straightest, whitest, most tallest, masculine man they can find. They try to break them now. Kind of. You're right about that, but there's always something. I'm always like. There's the beta boys getting it to you. you it's not the beta boy. I, I'm just, I always wonder about the guys who are with these chicks, right? Because I'm like, you seem like a cool dude. How do you put up with all her bullshit? Like, oh, do you believe? Maybe I feel like they might be guys who actually kind of believe it. Maybe because I've I've had men argue feminist points to me before. It's not it's not like universally men don't think it's valid. You're right. You're right. You're right on that. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. And well, I mean, listen, the guys that they really want a lot of times don't have to do. They don't get the same. They don't get if, that. If you have enough social status, that overrules ever overrides all of it. So if you can be toxic, but also if you're like like a rapper, for instance. Like I was thinking about this, like how hypocritical. Like this embracing of hip hop culture is by like the woke left where it's like <laughs> it could be the most misogynistic and crudely capitalistic culture I've ever encountered. And you're like, yes, Queen Slay. It's just like but the whole thing is like hustle culture. It's like make as much money as you can, no matter what, whatever. That's the number one goal. And also fuck bitches. I don't give a shit about them. And they're all like rah, rah. I'm like. That conflicts with all of your values. Every single thing that guy just said conflicts with every principle you hold dear. Well, let's do some psychoanalyst thing. It's almost, you know, don't believe the line. I kind of take what you just said. So we know Wokies kind of don't like the groups that they, they, they like seeing them in, in socially approved statuses. So the status of seeing a black person as a rapper slash drug dealer, that's like a yes this is where you belong. They won't say this out loud, but there's that. And there's the like. Hmm. I don't know if it goes. I don't. Uh, people try to say that about woke people. I don't see the evidence of that. I, I think like there's something racist about it, but I don't think it's that. I don't think it's like, oh, good. You're in the position I want you to be in. I think it's just more like this clicks with the narrative I was programmed with. Maybe. Or like, I, well, I mean, it probably mostly goes back to intersectionalism, right, Central Dodo? But it's because like, well, you're a black man, so you've been oppressed by society, so you can hold these capitalistic or misogynistic values because you're already low on the totem pole. If a white man does it, he's so high, how dare he? He needs to be, you know, whatever, blah, blah, fill in the blank. But a black man, it's different. He's been oppressed his whole life, so it's okay coming from him. Maybe. Maybe that's it. But there's also the like woke like a lot again. That's another group that girls girls love rappers. Maybe that's just the edge. 
edgy guy, money. I mean, because they don't love broke rappers. They're like, oh, I'm rapping, but I'm still working at UPS. I mean, I'm almost fucking out. And I would say almost universally, like, their actual sexual desires tend to override their politics most times. Absolutely. You know, like, they'll, they'll fuck a rapper or, like, a, a rock star one night stand or be used. And, like, that's still fine because that's still her, her feelings about being validated by a socially relevant male is way, way more powerful than her programming in SJW circles. See, that's the thing. Women have a... They already got a way around all the bullshit. That's why you just... There's no winning. You don't You don't win logical discussions with these people. There's no logic. There's no different ways. It's like arguing with your girlfriend. It's like you're not going to win. You just need to just kind of save face a little bit. But see, that's the thing. <clears throat> Patrice knew. So we always just try to save face. And that, that saving... This is why feminism is meant for we have saved face to the point where they're taking it outside the, the, the house whole structure and they're doing this at a macro level. It's not just a shit test. It's also a needless argument for which they are only saying to give attention, get attention from you sort of thing where they're just in illogically mad about something that they're not really mad about, but they're just trying to get something out of you. And that's another element of this whole hmm. SJW thing. It's like, oh, you, 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 you're objectifying women. Oh my God, you're just so you're a pig. You're this. Okay, and, and my OnlyFans or this. Oh, here's my yo. No, no. Now is the the thing is. Like, oh my, my God, I saw a feminist pornographer. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was like, um, <clears throat> I was on some porn loop, looking up. I don't know some naked girl, and. It clicked on like her a link and it was to her OnlyFans. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. And then it was like next to her, it was like other people you might like, right? And I see like the little byline. I was like, what? And I clicked on it. And this girl, her whole thing was, um, you should be supporting my OnlyFans because like it was, it was for social justice, like legitimately, like no bullshit. She, I'd never seen such audacity in my life. It blew me away, floored me. It was something like, do you know that 80% of pornography uh, depicts violence against women? Do you know the models that are being in your porn? If they don't have a blue check next to them, you shouldn't support them. Like there was like a lecture in her OnlyFans bio. Wow, the nerve of this bitch. That was a new one for me. That was a brand new one for me. I didn't know that could go that deep. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. One, New Bound Turk, peace out. Uh, we're probably going to be leaving to, for similar reasons because uh, I got to eat too. Same. And uh, my man, Toxic Man Flu. $5 and a membership. Thank you, Tox. Good to see you, buddy. Oh, by the way. I don't think I mentioned this earlier. I think I was going to. I don't know if I said it out loud. But moving forward, I actually will have Thursday Thursday's night Thursday nights off. Okay. So I can do the, the uh, Thursday night throwdown, my friend. Moving oh, forward cool. towards the end of this month or in June or whatever. I got that night open pretty much forever now. So we can work something out. Um, Tox, oh, cool. the man. Because he's now a comics producer. Tox. Oh, man. Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I haven't been on that show in a while. I actually have the time off, but I, I'm usually so tired after work. You know, I yeah. Try to do other stuff. Yeah. I mean, I just I have like a block of days off now, which I was like, that's going to be really healthy for me. Cool. Um, anyway, 
Toxic man flu for five dollars. Hail tox. Wait, so V Dub doesn't lay down some beats and then pull his ladies in line after every show? What ladies? Are you kidding? <sighs> yeah, I mean, there's definitely something about musicians that chicks really just naturally gravitate towards, dude. Bro, I remember when I start, say I'm a stop rap, a chick broke up with me like two weeks after that. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, That's wow. brutal. I wasn't even that famous, but it was just, a, oh, you know. I was at this uh, show in Brooklyn with a friend of mine, and uh, he was he was a funny dude. He was actually from California. I like this guy. Uh, mm-hmm. But he uh, was in a band, and it was in, like, the, like one of those um, – like hipster rock bands where there's like 10 people on stage, you know? Yeah. Like the cute girl who like plays the triangle or some shit. You know what I mean? Not not really a musician, just up there for yeah. eye candy. And uh, so, you know, he was in this band. And I think he was the lead. I think he was like the lead singer or whatever. So he after they... work. What's that? He actually did work in the band. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he like wrote songs. And he was like a real musician. Uh, but afterwards, he came off. And these two girls... I was talking to him, you know, just like on the side. And these two like gorgeous, gorgeous girls... That came over to me. And now, mind you, we were living in Brooklyn. So, like, it's a very unique kind of person. Like, it's, like, kind of hipstery and sort of, like, intellectually. This this was, like, 2010, 2011. Okay. Because I'm, like, depending on the year, Brooklyn can mean, like, Brooklyn or Brooklyn. It's like No, it's not, like, hip-hop Brooklyn. It was all, like, white kid, you know, hipster Brooklyn. But it still wasn't. But it wasn't like Alabama State, like hot chick, big tits kind of white girls. You know, it was all like kind of funky artistic girls or whatever. And out of nowhere come these who like Pamela Anderson looking, the gorgeous blonde hair, like just, you know, like Midwestern type chicks. I'm like, first of all, where do you even live? Like, how are you here right now? Like, you don't you, you don't live down the street in Fort Greene. I know that for sure because I yeah. would have noticed you. Um but uh, but I was, so I'm just like blown away, and these chicks were just like bubbleheads, you know what I mean? Just like wow, that was great, you know, just like airhead gorgeous chicks, you know, just like standard groupie, and like were all over my friend, like all over, and looked at me like I was like like trying to take him away from their conversation, and meanwhile I'm just standing there watching, but but they were looking at me like. Just like essentially like go away, like you're ruining this moment for us. You know what I mean? Which I was like, he's my friend. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm allowed to talk to him. He's my friend. What the fuck's going on here? But it was just like, bro, that gravity of a musician to chicks. It's just like, I don't, I think he conjured them from heaven. I don't even think they existed until he performed and he just pulled them out of thin air. And then they came to like try to suck his dick. It was amazing. It's thing with music. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not photogenic enough to enchant chant my way to pussy, man. I've never music my way. I mean, some girls may have thought it was cool. Some like, oh yeah, everyone's a rapper. Yeah. But I've never been able to music. But like I said, the one girl did. Uh, it was on time. Like, man, I'm in my mid twenties. I'm not gonna do this shit anymore. I'm just, you know, it's fun. I don't really listen to this shit anymore. And yeah, I'm just not gonna. Do she it just like telling her friends she's dating a rapper. Maybe or maybe I think. I think it was something with the attractiveness slider. Like, I couldn't bear to lose that slide. And when that shit went to zero, it was like, nah, you're done. She's just like, what else do you have going on now? I thought you were cool. Now you're not cool. You're just a normal human. You're not hot enough to be a normal guy, man. (laughs) (laughs) You were rapper hot. Like, it was like, okay, doing the biggie thing. But, like, I don't know. Shit. Bitches be trifling, you know? 
They just, you know what? Uh, a wise man is this uh, window. Wise man. Ascension Dildo saying, do you want to know something depressing? That bad baby made 60 mil after OnlyFans in a year. That's Catch Me Outside, right? Yeah. I think it's someone else. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. That's wild. 60 mil. Holy shit. Good for her. God damn. Man, I don't... You know what? Listen. Pro-capitalism. Shout out to her to making money. I don't get... I've talked about the OnlyFans thing. Like, I do get it. It's the girlfriend experience. But I don't personally get, like, paying a girl... Like... I'm not even on. I hate porn anyway, and I've been on my little no fat thing for a little bit, and it's cool. And but like, even when I like porn, I never understood why in this day and age you would pay for it because you know what? I kind of figured out an angle on it that I was like, actually, that makes sense to me. So like, Mm -hmm. I find porn actresses disgusting. Like, I don't, I don't find like I always look for like amateur shit. I never look at like porn stars i think they're gross like mm-hmm. like they're always like got fake lips and fake tits and their pussy has just been pounded by <laughs> you know guys with you know forearm sized cocks and so it's just like ugh. like i i can't find i don't find myself in that situation at all i don't think that's attractive like i don't i would be intimidated and also turned off by her like i, I wouldn't turn me on only fans chicks they are like smoking hot and they show everything off, but they don't have to like take all the porn dick mm. on top of it. So there's still like a pristineness to them. And I was mm. like, ah, that's alluring. I see that attraction as a consumer of pornography. I never thought, like I had said maybe something about the girlfriend experience that parasocial, seeing the same girl where everyone knows your name, you see, and, and that, that, that element, but there is something to the idea, like, because a lot of these OnlyFans are just playing with themselves, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so, allegedly, I've only I only subscribed to one, but yeah, because yeah. I, I I think there's something to that. Because I used to I like I hated watching regular porn myself. I didn't like, and even I if she's never, fucking someone, it's just her boyfriend. It's not like or or some guy. It's not like a series of guys. Yeah, I hated. Like, I never got into like following a porn actress like this is my favorite actress like, never oh, got that no Ugh. i'm trying to forget that i do this i'm trying to not acknowledge to the world that i watch porn, right because now everyone's just oh yeah of course you watch porn but there was a time when you used to act like you, you were supposed to act like you no one like no nah, i've never seen that shit uh, i don't like, know i never had that cultural experience I did. it was like oh you you're watching porn on the internet the fuck loser 2008 go get you some pussy what are you doing wait hold on papa cotton he says only fans chicks rail themselves every day for hours at a time there's no amount of kegels to come back from that i don't think it's the same dude they, they're not like Man's deep dicking themselves it's not the same and like every girl you know has got a vibrator bro a vibrator but some of these girls are putting like tree trunks in there like not actually okay tree some trunks. girls are but the majority probably aren't and it's like Every chick you know, every chick you know has a vibrator. Yes, they do. All of them. So it's like then there's no tight chicks left. That's like I don't think that's true. So it's just like there's something about that, you know. And it's also like she's gonna how long is she gonna do it to herself for? Five, ten minutes tops. Not gonna be a forty-five minute session. That's true. That's true. 
But anyway, it made me. It just made me like, uh, yeah, Sentient Dildo would know. Yeah, right. That's, that's yeah, his profession. We have a professional right here. Didn't even there really you go. reference. Got like um, fifteen inch, seventeen, twenty. These massive things. I'm like, come on, girls don't. I mean, they like that, but you know, in sex, they don't want to feel pain while they're just hanging out in their bed. Some girls have that, that shit's been widening out, man. That's true too. But that, I just was like, I, that that angle occurred to me, and I was like, oh, actually, I get that. That makes a lot more sense but to I, me. I think you are onto something. I do think that's an element. I think that there's a bunch of elements <clears throat> that go on to making the OnlyFans consumer feel like this is they're closer to the girl, and they they feel like a. a it's a it's a better experience than a porn, like for some reason, like it's a more you use the term pristine. I'm trying to think of a, just a, a little bit more chaste. Like it's more like for you. Yeah, yeah. I was almost gonna compare it to ch- the Chick Fil A of porn. Just the, the element of a uh, yeah for Shit. you, like you. It makes it doesn't make you feel like a dirty greasy bastard for beating off. You feel like a. Like you're special a little bit because oh yeah she's not just some whore she's Katie too I don't know any OnlyFans girls but you know and you I don't know I think you're showing something there's really just something about something. it there's something where it's like it it's also like it's your own feed you know it's like your own private porn feed it's not it's not like a Pornhub where you like pop up a video and then there's like a bunch of comments so you yeah. feel the groupness of it like this is more personalized where it's like yeah, it feels like it's word. just for you yeah it does it's a more personalized experience yeah. and it's a more catered to experience mm-hmm. and I think that's what people are paying for yeah yeah I think that's it and on that note gotta go because I have to go to bed soon because I have to fly at 5 45 a.m. tomorrow oh shit oh yeah it's the only flag. I got I got a transfer. I got a transfer in Atlanta. Oh man, enjoy. I guess. How I long know. is the layover in Atlanta? Like two hours. Oh man, I guess. Boo. Sleep there. <laughs> like, I don't even know. People to play. I don't know. Um, so Ascension Dilla brings up a good point. It says you're supposed to feel like a dirty bastard af- afterwards. That's how you avoid getting addicted to porn. I agree, cause that's that's part of why I'm I'm like anti-porn. It's like I can't. I hate that feeling and having not experienced that feeling, it's almost worth the frustration. It actually is worth the frustration. I'm going to just say it. So, courage. I, I don't know how you do that. I, now, there are I, times where I, I feel like a crazy person. but there's Yeah, I feel where... like I might kill someone. Like, I just feel like I would just, the testosterone would just come out in the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> like, someone's just going to get fucking, Man, you know, like. I'm not going to lie. The first month, I was irritable as fuck. I'm sure. I don't know if it came across. And I'm kind of an irritable guy anyway. I was just irritable <laughs> I that. everything. I was just like, man, what the fuck, man? Fuck everything. Like, why am I waiting in line? Why am I doing this? Just irritable. I'd be but angry. I'd, be used to it, you see? I'd also just be so, like, I'd be dangerously horny, right? Like, I'd see, like, a girl at the gym, like, bend over and do that shit. And I would get, like, it'd probably well up in me in a way that I'd be like, so, whoa, okay, I got to go. After a while. Like, because it's almost similar to fasting or whatever. Like, after a while, when you're no fat, you don't have that. Like, after a few weeks, you're not, you're not dangerously horny. But there is that first where you're like, my God. You just see. You, you'll see an average chick in yoga pants just be like, what the fuck? I would, I would fuck. Girls that you would never even go at. Yeah. And they're just all of a sudden hot to you. 
effort. Yeah, see some like Mexican mom at the supermarket with like a fat ass, and you're just like, oh no. Yeah. No, even the ones with a flat ass, you just look just because there's some ass cheek in your face. Just Just something. Yeah. But then after a while, you're just like, eh, you know, whatever. And I mean, it helps with discipline. I've been able to like intermittent fast. Did you get, do you levitate yet? I did not levitate. Say you get superpowers. I don't know about superpowers. You haven't got any superpowers yet. All right. Hang in there. Yeah. yeah. You'll get some. All right. Well, folks, thank you very much for watching. Uh, No Patreon this week, unfortunately. I mean, you mentioned that earlier. I've just been honestly busy. Like, I mean, I have to get ready for this fucking trip and I've just had to work last night. I really have no free time. Um, But uh, we will we will get another one up next week for sure. Uh, wake down. Hell, what's up? Wake down. Good to see you, brother. Light back. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Uh, I don't give a fuck what you like and what you don't. Wake down. Uh, yeah, but thank you for watching. Uh, we'll be on as always next week on Vidge's channel. Uh, this week for the cocktail lounge, Vidge will be guest hosting. So if you don't like me, you get more Vidge. There you go. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be fun. Yeah. All right, folks. We will not talk woke shit. I don't know what we're going to talk about, <coughs> but it's about the, the least woke shit as we possibly can. You should try to turn on Red Shirt to uh, some hip hop. That would be an interesting show. Oh, man, that would be. That might fuck you up. We were talking about the copyright strikes. Yeah, you can't do it, but it would be a fun way to do that. Yeah, unfortunately, the music is the hardest core one so, with these strikes. God damn. Got his handcuffed. Maybe, maybe I'll play him some Griselda. Maybe I think they won't fuck with us. They're smart. Well, they're on shady though, aren't they? So the I don't label know. might do it. I have Since no you idea. Dildo knows what label Griselda is signed. Griselda is a label themselves with Conway, West Side Gun, and you know and those guys. All right. All right, that's gonna do it. Ogre Squasher, thank you for coming back, brother, and thank you so much for that generous super chat. You're the, yeah, the man. Thank you, bro. Thank As you. always. And Tox, thank you for your super chat. I appreciate you, brother. And if I forgot anyone, I don't think I did. But if I did, my bad. Love you. Uh, can I do August 11th? Probably. Let's hey. talk off air. Yeah. All right. Uh, see you all next week. Have a good one. Peace out. Peace.